Hello everyone, it's Friday night and it is weekender time once more and it's a bumper episode as Adepticon is in mid-swing and people are throwing news out left, right and centre. But before we get into all of that, there is a prize to be had from store.ontabletop.com. One lucky subscriber will be in with a chance to win a Team Yankee T72 Warsaw Pack Starter Force. Uh, if you want to grab this big, beautiful prize, then you need to pop a comment below and do all the socially things as well, because that helps us out a lot. Otherwise, sit back, relax, crack open a beer. Your weekend starts now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Weekender. I'm joined this week by Ben, John, and returning Justin. Yeah. Still alive. Hey. Still alive. <laughs> Still alive. Yay. I will do, folks. What's that good, one good. from uh, The Avengers? Proof that Tony Stark has a heart? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shot fired. Right. Anyway, enough of that. It is great to see you back, Justin, but we'll be, we'll be chatting to him. Uh, on Sunday morning, uh, in more detail. So if you if you want to find out how he's getting on, yes, you can yes. come and join us there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but to kick things off for this week, uh, I wasn't here last week uh, because you launched the sprinkling challenge during St Patrick's Day. We did, uh, yeah. I was getting yeah. absolutely hammered. Uh, I was I was wondering how how wiggly your painting was. I'd be like, oh, John will be able to tell you that. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on. Sure, surely that's the stuff I painted last week. Surely that's when Jerry's going to make the most progress because he's he's not you know all grumbly and stuff. He's you know bubbly and happy and no. just like we need painting. Yay! You don't understand. You don't understand. So we Shay and I were in the, our Friday night D and D group. Uh, right, so we had Discord up and we were doing it over Discord. Yeah, Jerry uh, knows yeah. where this is going. And we see we see over over the work Discord, Jerry's in a voice chat. We were like, what's he doing? We hopped in and he was sharing his screen watching what Boondock Saints? Boondock Saints 1 and 2. So Shay and I were like, we said to the rest of our DAD group, excuse us fellas, we need to go check something out. So we both <laughs> yeah. hopped in and all we heard was, how you doing lads? Oh, he's alright, he's having a good time. And we were like, Jerry, how drunk are you? You're like, ah, oh, sure, I'm just here, just back from the pub, just watching the bed. See, th- <laughs> this is something I always <laughs> find entertaining is whenever you see Jerry having a few at events, he's having what a normal person has over the course of a very extended yeah. evening. He's still fine the next day, so the capacity of this man, much higher than it's you like would a expect. It's like a runner hitting the wall. Actually, when I got back from the pub, I had a liter bottle of Jameson's. I started playing my way through, and then <laughs> oh, ended up ooh. talking to Crispin in that chat for some time. However, the devil. Uh, that's besides <laughs> the point. Very, very much. Besides the point, yeah. the uh, the sprinkling challenge has kicked off. Yes, it has. Uh, yes. So, I presumably people who'd seen last week knows the score. I see there's some sort of terrible one where it's asking people to go outside. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we uh, not to gild the lily too much. I thought we talked about last week, but there's the uh, the five categories this time around. Mm. Uh, you've got best skill, best tutorial, uh, best idea, uh, and then there's also the awesome like little otter pups, great mm. junior member. Um, option there as well. So if you're under 16, you can take part. And there's also a breath, a breath of fresh air. Ah, where you need to take a miniature out into the wilds 
take a picture of it in nature, which will be very fun for a lot of people, I'm sure. <laughs> Taking pictures of miniatures in shopping centers, probably. But there we go. Um, a lot yeah. of people I know take take their final pictures of the miniatures outside anyway. They do. Better, well, there you go. That would qualify. Better, better quality of uh, photo yeah. under natural light. Yeah. And a so, bunch of people have started putting in their projects already, um, sharing off what they've been working on. Uh, it seems to be a whole host of different things from historical through to sci-fi and fantasy and everything else Captain in between. Scarlet. Which is, oh, yes. That's the, is that the Crooked Dice stuff? I think, mm. I think it is. Yeah, it's very nice. I, I see one I like. Someone's doing a plasma pistol. I have one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, geez. that's not the one I'm going to go to. Don't mm. roll a one. Of, co- of course. <laughs> Gary goes straight for the historics. Straight, straight the saga. Yeah. But yeah, so um, if you are planning on doing this, some of these are brand new for this year. Some people have dusted off old projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will need to go in and change the, um, the contest, contest category. that you're yeah. attached to, yeah. So. so move it away from sprinkling challenge and specifically to Sprinkling Challenge 2023. Yes. Uh, otherwise, yep. we would you be will able not to find count. it. Well, uh, yeah. it, is, it, is, it is very simple and easy for you to do, though. So if you go into your projects and just edit it, you'll find it as a drop-down menu. And obviously, when you're building your project, it'll just be there anyway, and you just got to make sure that you click that Sprinkling Hobby Challenge 2023, and away mm. you go, really. So, yeah. And, it should be and you can tear, tear on in there mm-hmm. and, uh, and get involved. Yeah. I... I I wouldn't say it was a challenge, possibly a suggestion from uh, one of the community members for, for <laughs> some of us to get involved. See, I'm going to be doing that. Yeah. Uh, see, after after last year, John never paid up. So, oh, because he oh. he did call me out last year. I did follow through. He did not. Oh my you, god! You never you never told me what you wanted. You never said I got to pick what I wanted. Yeah, was it not implied? No. Loopholes in loopholes, I hear. So. <laughs> it does sound like it. Yeah. Very much so. I, might do, I, I think I'm going to do something Middle-earthy. Uh, who, who's surprised? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I've got um, the old Balin's Tomb display base that has been languishing for a very long is that, time. And I isn't think that might... the one you said you'd do last year as well? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I might try and finish off my, my Emperor's Children for the Age of Darkness box, which That'd has been be cool. languishing yeah. for a while. Yeah, I'm already well. paying way too much stuff to say I'm spring cleaning. I, I've been in a spring clean mode for the last eight months. <laughs> yeah, but John, you make like an army a week. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. like, like, can I count yeah. the spring clean as the two painted armies that I dumped? No. What? No. That's throwing away challenge. things. <laughs> but I cleaned the house out. It's spring cleaning. I yeah. suppose that's true. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, but not painting challenge. <laughs> <laughs> You should have taken a picture of the bin bag outside. Yeah. There you oh, go. there you go. Yeah, Unless yeah. you manage to track down the waste and see whether or not some trash pandas have done some work for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Be uh, I, I can just imagine some poor council worker, you know, the, they throw the bag on the skip and it's just like, what's all these tiny man things that have just exploded from this bag? No, because you know what it's like. It's like, oh, there must be wee green army men. <laughs> that would make an awful lot of sense. You've got yeah. plenty of uh, plenty of time to get involved with the sprinkling challenge anyway. Um, yes. It runs through to twenty first of June. Yeah, the, the end of the end of spring. Who the end of spring. So, yeah. The end of spring for us. And yes. I know some people are, were already furiously typing, but it's winter here now, and it's not spring until we're talking about September. the real we, spring, we, yeah. by which we, I mean the care. UK spring. So <laughs> focus solely on ourselves. Yeah. So this, should, it, this should be apparent by now. In other words, when the rain just gets ever so slightly warmer. Warm yes. warm rain season. Warm rain. Yeah. 
well, warmer, it's still cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all good in the hood. Okay. Right. Enough of that. Get painting. Mm-hmm. I'll have to think about whether or not I'm going to join in. I've got, I've got, there's plenty of stuff to be spring cleaned in here. I'll say that, <laughs> but you know, it's whether it's whether or not I can find the time, effort, and clear table space to put something on. But so just buy a new table. There's no room to put a table. In. <laughs> <laughs> I put a table in enough to take boxes off the floor. Doesn't, doesn't work either. Right, time to kick into the most important part of the week. And we're going to go into the indie of the week with Peter Pig. And Don't I worry, people, you're actually going to get miniatures this week. It's I, okay. <laughs> so, everyone complained every, about books last week. Everybody <laughs> enjoyed your bookie work work. I thing. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did a bookie uh, work thing. Yeah, yeah. It was it was indie books of the week last week. All about Joe's yeah. stuff. It was all about Joe McCullough. But yeah. anyway, Peter Pig. Peter yeah. Pig. Um, I thought we'd dump the delightful PP before. Uh, apparently not, which is a terrible, terrible shame. I think um, we talked about him in the news because they did a bunch of um, War of the Roses stuff. Mm. I think it was. So, yeah. so Peter Pig is a 15 mil manufacturer. Uh, they also do uh, several rule sets. Unfortunately, I don't know what any of the rule sets are like. So I'm not going to be talking about those. We'll just be looking at the little tiny fighting man. However, they do visit some of the uh, tournaments and clubs in uh, the UK. Yep. And occasionally you'll get delightful things like this. I mean, look at that. Look how he's old school. Very indie, very old school. <laughs> Say that. That's, There's a that's hill classic. on that. There's a hill on that table that serves no purpose. It depends what the actual encounter is. Oh, they're playing um, Fog. That's quite nice. Because it, it, it may be that that hill was there, or maybe that that's randomly generated. Where, where maybe Better Warren isn't here, he'd be just sitting having conniptions going, There's not enough to rain. Oh, God. Uh, you know. <laughs> That's that's history for you. History <laughs> generally armies would fight where they were best to fight and not just in some sort of jam packed thing. Um <laughs> more oink for your buck. Anyway, the fifteen mil uh range from Peter Pig is substantial and colourful. Yes. There we say it. I, I it's love this. Very it's early very pastel. Mm. Yes. This is a very early two thousands website. It's yeah. it's absolutely great. Um, <laughs> this this almost feels nineties, John, I'm gonna say it. So we have, as you can see, look at the flashing buttons. Oh, I'm so things. new, such such shiny, much wow. Um, I'm actually before we get stuck into the variety of tiny fighting men's from there, uh, we'll actually start off with the collectible figures. Ooh, okay. um, so when you order um, any of the the sort of packs and bits and pieces, you can choose a collectible figure. You can only have one per order. Oh, um, and, and cool. it's it's a little free thing. So there are a variety. Again, these are 15 million. You have to remember that. So they're about a quarter of the size of these images. <laughs> maybe, maybe a third of the size of these images is how the actual sculpt will come mm-hmm. out. But they, they run the, the gamut of various historical periods. Uh, in some cases, there'll be interesting commanders or pieces that you can drop into your... Uh, your army and in a lot of cases they're based on or homage to uh either uh a significant person in the, the tabletop industry or a friend or uh, yeah. community at large um so sometimes you'll get people like the uh the old gunman wild west fighter so it's just some bloke with a, a double barrel shotgun getting people off his land um going about bill money there 
quite like that. Or your uh, stretcher bearers, they're all quite nice. Piggles is one of my favorite. I don't know I if we can Piggles. Get... <laughs> yeah. So obviously anybody of a certain age will remember Biggles, yeah, the Biggles. time trap, the World War One pilot slash time traveler. Um, Biggles was great, and I, I really liked the idea of of Captain Piggles existing. Uh, absolutely no <laughs> use for him at all in that scale, except um, for owning it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's yeah. always that. However, as you can see, there, there's quite a lot of them, <clears throat> um, and for some um, some people, especially in the UK, you'll might recognize some of the people um, that they're based on. So Baker Company, Dan O'Hara, um, he passed away in 2019. So you've uh, a little Mexican revolutionary leader version of him. Um, and I really like cool. that they've done this this line. Um, for most people, they're just a nice figure to have. But for people who knew uh, these uh these alumni of wargaming, it's nice to be able to get your hands on things. And when we get right down the bottom, uh, you get Duncan McFarlane, a massive contributor to and founder of uh, Wargames Illustrated. Mm. Um, and then at the very bottom, we have uh, Paul Beccarelli, or Beccus, who's a community member on OTT, YouTuber, um, passed away through uh, a long battle with cancer, unfortunately, in Australia. But he was, he was a terrific guy a lot of fun oh, to wow. have a chat to and i didn't realize that they'd done a model of becca's um mm. so nick and a few other people that i know who uh were in becca's discord i might ping them and let them know that he's there uh, that's a so really a cool thing officer. to do yeah but yeah, yeah so that's just a nice little aside that they're mm -hmm. they're here um and just a nice touch from uh, a company sort of giving recognition to the community at large because not everybody in here is somebody who is a you know a, a great and good of the actual industry a lot of them are gamers players just people who were they've uh, just involved. made a little bit of a name for themselves yeah or something in yeah. local clubs and that kind of thing exactly yeah. yeah and obviously with the uh the rise of um this internet thing what the kids keep telling me about uh, it means that you you know having people from colorado or canada or australia yeah you know you can get more Notoriety, I suppose, mm -hmm. uh, in a way. But anyway, right, enough of that, and on with the rest of the miniatures. Obviously, too many to look through, far too <laughs> many. Um, there is even some fantasy, but we will we'll take a, a pick out a few of these, and we'll start with Dark Ages, because everybody likes a bit of Dark Age. Oh, yes. Uh, it's always nice to see. Um, some things in here, like the guys shouting shield wall, that's not... <laughs> That's not a bit of, of Microsoft Paint clip party. That is a miniature that you can Brilliant. use to put behind your unit whenever they're in shield wall formation so you remember <laughs> that they formed a shield wall. I uh, and I like that. And I may be yeah. picking some of those up even for 28 mil. Um, but you do get uh, a range of, I wouldn't say sculpting styles, but choices. So in a lot of cases, they'll have cast weapons. But with some of the ranges, you have the option, especially for pike, um, where they'll either have cast versions or have empty hands that will require you to add your own pikes and lances, yeah. uh, which obviously I'm, I'm not a fan of cast. Uh, in smaller scale like this, sometimes it's a necessary evil, but I'd much re prefer to replace them all with nice sharp steel things that I can injure myself with, John. Yeah, yeah. 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 I am seeing one thing I really like here. So mm -hmm. number 19, so you've got a bit dead, 
really dead. Dead. And very, very, very dead. dead indeed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do like that. It's quite a cute thing. Yeah, it's it, I, every, every time I look through this site, I get like this good dose of very British comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, 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 very yes, very, very dead. That one head, yeah. limbs, all separate. Yes. Yeah, um, but also things like I mean, so many of the small scale games um, use baggage trains and and things like that. So having civilians and having markers of various types are always handy. Yeah, uh, which takes down and stuff. Yeah. Which means you can have these, you can, you know, have your peasants outside the, the village either decorating right. the train or as part of your camp or as objective markers. Um, so, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of really nice things here. I like the plunder <laughs> set there. I mean, it's literally just one of them just went, you have a big hat. I am taking that home with me. <laughs> I am now the Pope. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's got all the crosses. And I would just love to paint that up as, you know, very deliberately a Viking wearing that over the top. Yeah, or maybe, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. It could be a bishop out the front. Uh, look look how big of a Christian I can be. <laughs> because I, I think those, the, the three definitely Vikings have a, a very, there's a bit of Osprey artwork, I think, that mm. is like the sacking of Lindisfarne, where it right. shows like a cleric attempting to talk them down or stop them while they just pillage all around them. And I'm wondering if it's based on those. But regardless, maybe, yeah. it's a really nice sound. That is quite cute and very different to what you'd normally see. Oh, you were kidding. Yeah. It's no, actually no, cast I to say shield like wall. Shield wall. Like um, yeah, Great so some of these are markers for their games. and they, You know, you can use, obviously, just standard tokens or chits or tiddlywinks or whatever it is um, that you would normally have kicking around. Mm -hmm. But then being able to have a few little pieces that you can stick down or... Bits yeah, some with a like. touch more flavor. Yeah, they're, they're always nice, and including things like the... Uh, Long boats, oh man, dragon ships, proper boats, proper Lovely. boats, um, proper boat. We have Saxons <laughs> as well, and again, the attention to detail, the historical accuracy is is top notch on all of Peter Pig's stuff. They do very nice World War Two section. That's that's where I first encountered them many many right. many moons okay. ago. Yeah, uh, it was via World War Two. That. Poor peasant with his cudgel yep. slash spear. Bringing the levies forth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, somebody's got <laughs> to die and it's not going to be me. I mean, we need a lot of chart up front. Off you go. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, You've called shield wall, but I don't have a shield. <laughs> <laughs> you you are the shield. When he calls shield wall, you all go to the front and take the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune in mm. the face. Um, Carolingians are quite nice. So these are the your sort of proto-Normans in many respects. When, mm. when they all got subsumed, they were very cavalry heavy before. Good yeah. horses as well for these. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're really really nice sculpting. Look more deadens because I know you like them. Yeah, yeah. And then your various dragon head ship prows. Nice big head. <laughs> very important anyway so hang on hang on there's one of them where it's just like put in a random head i cannot pick i don't yeah. mind what head you put in yeah <laughs> it's good it's a good way of picking uh, yeah. things it's yeah it's how i run stuff give me a surprise yeah so that's their uh dark ages mm. that's really cool uh, stuff. where do you want to go i'll give you guys each one choice otherwise we'll be here all night uh american civil war for me acw yeah 
Yeah, because again, myself and Cher are looking into it and I suppose seeing it had different to have been ranges. Naval as well. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You're, you're too te- kind. Too kind. Technically, also, it's empty. No, no, it's not. Empty. Oh no, there no, we go. go. I was just re- I was just reading <laughs> what that said before I went there. So, ironclads, monitors. Ironclad. Yeah, wow. Nice, beautiful steamboats. Very ugly ironclad, big paddle boxes. Yes. Well, I mean, you, you don't want the the cannons to actually, you know, break your paddle wheels. <laughs> was it um, Scary Biscuits? The ND we looked at, it was, I'm going to say, yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, had a ACW-style naval game. They did. Yeah. yeah. These would be perfect for that. I think it, it was either John or Shea was telling me about whenever two ironclads actually were fighting each other and literally just bonging off each other because the cannons couldn't penetrate the armor. It was it was the fight between the monitor and the ironclad, wasn't it? Like the, I think the, so. the first the first sort of naval engagement with the two of them. Yeah, I, literally the locals were just coming out, sitting down on the banks, and just watching. Wow, <laughs> they're like bad think, in that respect. I you think know. you're mixing that up because it was the first battle of, of oh, fair. the civil war that everyone was like, "Oh, look, it's a war! I wonder what this is about." And then they all got slaughtered, and was like, "Ah, <laughs> it's not public friendly." Do not sit and watch battles. There are no safety yeah. fences. <laughs> this is interesting that the the various types of um, armored boat. I didn't realize that with this many versions of all the, of on the class, because but, yeah. presumably they were all bespoke at that stage. There wasn't mm-hmm. a yeah. there wasn't a set ship of the line type plan for these things. They were you too exciting so, yeah. and new. Yeah, uh, they even had a, a submarine. Yeah, at least one. So, I remember that. Yeah, which was interesting because it was literally just a tube with a hand crank in the middle, and all the guys <laughs> would crank on the thing to make it go forward. Apparently, I think they all suffocated, or whenever it actually hit something, the explosive charge on the front, the stick wasn't long enough, so the concussion oh I think killed them. It wow. sank three times. Wow! <laughs> but it kept coming back. And submarines are supposed to sink, so yeah, in many respects it was but, spot. Uh, yeah. What what, what madman? in that time period thought, look, if I get a seal tube, put some guys in there, put a bomb on the front, this is going to be great, lads. Well, look at it this way. If that madman hadn't done that, yep. would there be submarines as we know them today? Mm. Possibly not. Very you know, true. cockle shell heroes without them. There's some Iron Brigade with a very distinctive, uh, I'm not even sure what that hat's called. Does it name it? Union in hat and frock coat. No, it doesn't. So they've almost, got, or they've basically covered all the bases when it comes to what you'd need for yeah. the different yeah. Union and Confederate forces. Then, pretty much, haven't they? Yeah. But I mean, it, it looks like you've got a great mix of everything. Mm. Well, these no, these won't obviously scale with much else because these are all fifteen mil. Aren't these they? are all fifteen. Yeah. yeah, so you're gonna have to like make up it's, your own. Yeah, it's one of those things. If you're if you're getting into a new period with friends, yeah, decide make sure you're the all scale. on the same scale. Yeah. <laughs> Which, then, you know, because it would be a terrible shame if you arrived with your lovely uh, yes. 15 mil staff all painted to find that you were fighting against the Lilliputian army of the Confederacy. <laughs> all my horses are giants and will trample your, your Confederates under their hooves. <laughs> Union horse holders as well, which are all quite nice. Yeah. Horse holders are always good. Oh, man. So many nice little loading. kits and stuff in this. Very cool. See, I the more I'm looking into this period of history, the more interesting it gets because you see lots of different like experimentation with different types of firearms and stuff above and beyond musketry. Mm. It's the weirdest thing I found out about the American Civil War recently, and I wasn't even researching the American Civil War. 
was researching the Battle of the Boyne. And um, the Confederacy decided that, oh, that would be a small country. That's really <laughs> the, Denied. The perfect Lloyd shop. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Confederacy decided that they should probably still use Pike. Right. And they thought every, every company or every um, brigade should have some percentage pike with, with Pike yeah. for infantry. And they made them. They made a load of pike, and then wow. General Lee, who initially agreed, went, you know what, maybe using big, long wooden sticks in this <laughs> essentially modern war isn't going to work out for us, so they just left <laughs> them in storage. But but they sat down at the start, they went, pikes are the way to go, make the pikes, and then they just chickened out before they handed the pikes out to people. Mm. To be fair, though, in the, I guess they would have thought, well, they're probably going to have a lot of cavalry, yeah. so maybe there'll be a use for pikes. And then recently realized it was incredibly unwieldy. <laughs> yeah. Or just that, you know, having a bang stick was better. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. A bang stick can either kill the horse or scare the horse. Yes. <laughs> that's right. really nice. And that's a big bang stick. That mm. really is. I like the stretcher parties. Yeah. As well. Again, I'm, good for I'm making really... little dioramas and stuff. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this because she is going really in depth, even finding like 3D printable like cornfields and stuff. Wow, wow! I can't wait to see how it all comes together. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Well, I mean, if if we're lucky, we'll maybe get it into one of our four week cycles for mm, vlog. Very nice. I'm I'm still on the fence. I still can't. I kind of like it, but I kind of not just sure yet. I thought you were wanting to play the Confederates. Yeah, but I still haven't found the reason to hook me in. Mm. Yeah, like I still haven't found my hook for it. I, I'm just waiting for someone in the comments to go, well, there was a regiment that came from Cool Rain here in Northern Ireland and they fought in this battle, this battle, and this battle. Literally could not care. <laughs> I could not care. It, it wouldn't be the locals, it would be something more tangible. You, you're looking for a band of brothers for the American Civil War, aren't and you? Look, I know a few of the personalities, but at the same time, like even watching, so like Shay and I sat down to watch a couple of movies based on. on the civil war and i was like oh my god this is just so boring <laughs> i don't know why I, it's because which, which it's, ones did you watch uh, you what remember? was um the one that started with that massacre in the crater uh cold the, mountain no? yeah i think yeah. it was that one yeah so shay and i watched that and i was like i looked over at him and we were both kind of half asleep and i was like this is not what we wanted, is it? Is like, that, no. That's the one where they, they set all the explosives underneath the lines and then blow them all but up. That's like yeah. the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. I think you probably need to go back and have you watched Gettysburg? Uh, very long, very good. I'm pretty sure my dad forced me to watch it at one point. There's, there's <laughs> if, one that's on that's, Netflix. If Glory, that's not going to light your good. fire. Glory's, Glory's good as well. I enjoyed it. It's uh, enjoyed it. Broderick leading... Yes. Uh, Yes, one of the the first African American regiments. Oh right, wow, cool. It's a very good cast. Now both of those, yeah, uh, the well director done. who did uh, Gettysburg did another one called I think Gods and Generals. Mm. Um, that's where he goes full. Uh, the Confederacy was not about slavery, uh, and all the Southerners uh, loved all of their slaves, and their slaves loved them. Wow. Uh, so okay. probably <laughs> skip that. He, it, it's, it's it's full on. Um, Propaganda style and, yeah. and very badly shot in comparison. Right. It's not even well directed. Okay. So, yeah, so you can ignore the fight. If you enjoyed Gettysburg when you watch it again Ooh. and you go, oh, I want more of the same, I wouldn't bother. <laughs> that, Skip on something else. The little flag packs might be very useful. Mm. 
because even true. even if they're at fifteen mil, I know some of the flags that we used back then were huge. <laughs> I, I think uh, Toros suggested that uh, if you are playing six, still go with bigger flags anyway, just to make it right. easier to identify things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, that was my one. That was his. John, I, any takers? Yeah, go for it, John. Oh, I, I think you know where I want to go. W W three. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, I just need to see what what there is. There is there's much of all. <laughs> Many things. Many things. Sherman series information and details. What is this green bar that, that is teasing me? So they've oh. done breakdowns of lots oh. of different things. So <laughs> happy, happy place, John. Oh, this is this is happy. I like that. I told you it's they just, went into it's just a list. Detail. I, I don't care. I'm just, I'm just happy with the list. Lists, lists <laughs> are fun. Let's have a look then. US. Uh, uh, let's let's do US. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't seen a, a Sherman with a tow hitch. They all have tow hitches. Okay. Well, they're supposed to. But it's someone, some, to... someone, particularly the British, decided that a tank towing a trailer was really stupid. <laughs> I wonder why. Because you couldn't reverse. <laughs> Forces you to only go forward. Is that yeah, that's the whole point. You're uh, a cute little set of figures. Mm. Good, awesome. um, good things to put into some Flames of War. Mm. Yeah, for a little variation. Yeah, mine sweepers. Very. Cool. I like the I like the mine clear and the flamethrower guys. Yeah, mm. that's nice. Yeah, very nice. It's got a satchel charge. It's come back. Yeah, the thing that's always good about about creators who do these smaller packs is that a lot of so for example battlefront will do your a large amount of your kind of just standard infantry stuff mm-hmm. but then you just supplement it with these as you're saying john and suddenly your unit is a little bit well is more unique than your friends which i think is quite nice yeah, yeah. sprinkling it in for a little bit of extra flavor definitely an idea i would yeah. go with mm-hmm. yeah and it looks like the proportions of everything are actually pretty good actually compared to yeah. what you get from battlefront and stuff so well i'd say those would match up to battlefronts yeah. And that pretty tidily. Yeah. yeah, they do. That's that's why I know Peter Pig because when I was getting into Flames of War way back, yeah, uh, it was a case of going and looking at all the different fifteen mil manufacturers. I like that it's a homegrown British um, bunch of stuff as well. So it's all from like down south as well. Mm. So. <laughs> so it shouldn't take too long to get to you. <laughs> There's a proper really. amount of storage plus sandbags. That's God, awesome. Yeah, that's. Properly done. Please yeah. don't shoot my tank. Okay. <laughs> you would be annoyed. <laughs> I am worried about my tank getting shot. What will yeah. I do? Throw on sandbags. I like that. Nice Good objective marker. Yeah. 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 You just need an Audie Murphy. No. Audie Murphy didn't want to be Audie Murphy in the movie about him. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> even though he played himself in it, <laughs> that's gotta be weird. Yeah, he complained there wasn't enough blood. <laughs> I'm sure. Just standing there with the script going, no, 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 it's not like this. <laughs> it's like artists drawing Napoleonic battle scenes, they always leave out all the entrails. I wonder yeah. why. Because <laughs> war is glorious. Yes. There's one with the PK very, armor on it as well. Yeah, very tidy little model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, are those tracks on the right way around. That's yeah. what we need to ask John. So. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I, I, I think Do we not trust. bring that up from last week. <laughs> don't, don't, what? Who put them on back to front? Don't worry about it. It's all but good. I, I am no, concerned. No one's worry. You always check for the cog up front. 
Yeah, uh-huh. to drive it. <laughs> so that's our US. Very nice. Uh, have a quick look at one of the others. Uh, something weird. Yeah, Italian. Italian. <laughs> uh, Benito's boys. My favorite lamppost decoration. <laughs> I don't know. One of them looks like he's just cartooned it and ran face first, and they all just. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh. been really interesting seeing what, what I mean, I've, I've talked about it when we've discussed it for Bolt Action, actually, mm-hmm. but I th- it's always funny that the over the sort of prevailing view of the Italians that they, is that they were utterly awful. Not very good. But there actually were quite a lot of really elite troops. <laughs> I mean, it just so happened that a lot of the time they were stuck in some pretty crappy situations. I mean, I, I still remember one of the first gags we ever did whenever Warlord did the Otto Belinda. You know, we find out that it could drive as fast backwards as it did forwards. Yes. <laughs> I also find it like on this website, it's kind of. I know it's probably nothing, but I like the fact that the um the entry for the Italian tank commanders is blank. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> the, the the tanks when they get hit, everything goes. <laughs> In, I mean, that's, to, we can, that's what we can see here. Uh, yeah, I mean. From a tank oh, enthusiast wow. perspective, the Italians really are yeah. right down there as far as development and implementation. I mean, really I, nice. I thought the Japanese were pretty down low there as well. The Japanese were the Japanese built tanks to serve what they thought mm. the war was going to be, and then the Americans rolled up and they went, "Ah, we've miscalculated." <laughs> yeah, whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, as is as is the one in life. Oh, well, the Italians—that's cool. Italians were very much fighting the previous war. Yeah. Mm. Well, is that track markers for tanks? Yep, for when they get knocked off. Ah, tracks, huh? That's very cool. That That's, that's an interesting neat. idea. Yeah. Oh, and nice cool pin markers and all sorts of different things. Uh, you've also got some mine markers in there. Yeah. I really like that. Hit markers for tanks. Oh, I like that. One with the big pink dice next to it. Yeah. 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 You can't buy those dice, by the way. Bing. They know a whole flavor. Variety of colors. Nice. Pig on the six. So long as they roll better than any of the dice we have in here. <laughs> just get Lloyd to bake them like he bakes all his dice whenever he's playing me. Or just let me roll them because apparently the dice gods love me. Yeah. Ah, an Irish guard's People. jeep. I'm just saying, I think that's an Irish guard's jeep. Uh, 53 on it. Well, 53 is the junior regiment of an armoured division, which that red square denotes is an armoured regiment. So uh, yeah. If the, if the other symbol is the all-seeing eye, it's the junior regiment. Can't see. The... This guy's got his ass on yeah. it. Yeah. You need to get out of the way. <laughs> can't trust some people, John. You, uh, you had one job. You ruined the photo. You ruined it. So that brings us back to the front page Shorty. and Benjamino. I was going to say it would be cool to look at the, because uh, you've already looked at the Dark Ages, which would have mm. been my pick, but let's look at the War of the Roses stuff, because then we can let other people go and dive into the rest of it and things. Mm. But because yeah. this was the stuff that I'd seen previously popping up. Um, this this one of the more recent ranges, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people have been really getting into this particular period of, mm. of warfare. Um, and so it was kind of awesome to see all this kind of 15 mil stuff, stuff popping up and things. Yeah. It's very good if you want um, an easy access point. Mm. Bill Hooks, never mind the Bill Hooks. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play that, which is obviously written, I think, for it's not written for a specific scale, but most people no. play with 28s. However, if you replace um, a, an individual 28 mil figure with a little base of 
four or five of these guys, then you can still play the same game in the same amount of time, but get yeah. a really nice looking force of, you know, maybe he's been made to play quite quickly, figures. hasn't it? As well. Yeah. 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 But yeah. You, you didn't, you don't need masses upon masses yeah. of, of figures. Yeah. I, I just, will say the, the heavy gun is mildly concerning. <laughs> the heavy gun. Yeah. A, a, like a classic old bombard. Yeah. It's very, very large for the time period. I wonder if it ever went skadoosh and blew up on the people using it. Oh, yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, it depends, depends who cast them for you. Some mm. countries were made much better guns than others. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing that's always been fascinating about this is this is it's it's still that time where a lot of the a lot of the armies were still using very medieval technology and war yeah. weaponry and warfare black powder wasn't yeah the be all end all prevalent yeah, yeah. Well, i mean so. the the first stage of that you kind of saw whenever crossbows were first like becoming a big thing so instead of having a guy trained to actually be able to draw a big heavy you know bow you could actually <laughs> just have a guy mechanically using a crossbow and get similar results so less training was required yeah yeah punching but, holes in the flowers of nobility but there we go <laughs> nice it's the best thing to do to them yeah. and yet all these years later, the bill is still arrived. <laughs> Son of a gun. Got I a thought we had a civil war about this. God damn it. Oh, wow. One of them's got an axe through his helmet. Yeah. Well, got he used to be an adventurer like you. And the last one's yeah. got a sword on him. Yep. <laughs> you beat me to that one, Ben. <laughs> it's the way to do it. It is the way to do it. I used Just to be a soldier wound. like you until I took an axe in the knee. Oh. Yeah, it's really nice stuff they're very well detailed as you, as you were saying about yeah. some of the uh the previous ranges as well it was there yeah. the bowman with some of the more recent stuff as well so it's quite nice i always like i liked that the they've gone like oh and there are some poorer bowmen and they're welsh <laughs> <laughs> I see, the one little dude there with the arms up you imagine him just running out into his crop field for the fight going no no my crops my crops no again <laughs> <gang."> i will give <laughs> you this abuse if you leave me alone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bribery yeah. bribery's the best way yeah. and I then feel. you get the uh, you get the sort of double thing oh, of like oh yes they might be poorer bow bowmen but the Welsh were the, like the best bowmen in, in the United Kingdom weren't they so yeah, <laughs> yeah well they were the, the medieval equivalent of a and suddenly Ben accidentally gun. a ward <laughs> look Man United fans desperately asking <laughs> Radcliffe to buy the club yeah. not gonna happen He's unreliable assaulter at targeting my morale. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that they've got all the characters in there as well. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that I really like. And it's something we'll talk about later, actually, in the in the show as well. Um, but, but I, I love that you get things like this where you start to see names of characters and you go, well, I now, I now need to go and learn who this person is. Because then you get a little bit of a backstory and then that helps you build up a character yeah. and armies and all that kind of thing. It's really cool. Yeah. Who was Baron Wenlock? Exactly. I want to know. <laughs> These are the questions that demand answers. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to bet he was a, a lovely, fluffy man who gave hugs to all the children he passed along his way, and perhaps even a hypnie. Terrible, terrible geography joke, but I'd like to know much about Wenlock. Oh, dear. That is bad. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you'd go there. Well, I can't yeah, believe you'd right, go there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. The, yeah, the ranges, said, yeah. Yeah, the ranges <laughs> are uh, comprehensive and constantly being added to as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's not just a, an old range that's stagnating. It's, it's yeah. constantly being revisited, refreshed and expanded. So there's plenty going on. Um, 
and then the packs are it's sort of a, a one one price fits all for a pack of packs four cavalry or eight infantry yeah for, for four yeah. or five quid whatever it is um like i say they do do rule sets but i don't know uh much about them i'm sure there are plenty of people in there Look, it's old i wonder if these folks turn up to any of the them. bigger events in the year they tend to. Uh, uh, I think yeah, they've been previous ones. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could guard by behind me, mind you. I could find out. You could, yeah. but you're terribly lazy. I am very lazy indeed. <laughs> very lazy indeed. But yeah, if you're interested in getting into a whole host of um, of 15 mil periods, oh, yeah. uh, it's a great place to look. Uh, if people were wondering why I didn't go into the plastic bit, because I know some people don't like metal, they like the plastic. It's because the plastic are actual plastic kits from other companies that are scaled appropriately. Oh, there so, we go. you know, like yeah. a small scale Revel kit or Humbrel or whatever it happens to be that, you know, you can That's use cool. for your, your moderns or your World War II or blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily stuff that they've done themselves. Anyway, that's enough of that. We're gonna take a quick swish. And then I believe there may or may not be some news. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that you love. It's the News. <laughs> all right, folks, we're back, and it's Adepticon weekend. Oh, yeah. Already kicked off massively. <laughs> yep. Massively. Yes. Haven't even got to the Saturday yet, and already there's a whole hat full of news oh, coming out of the place. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot, lot of stuff. early morning stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're watching this on Friday night, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, so, everything we're saying right now is going to be mildly out of date. Yeah. But um, not, yeah. yeah. At least, at least this time they did their preview in in advance of our weekend rather than making us wait a week. So, God bless them. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. But there, there will obviously be more. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, that's kind of given the, the game away. We're talking about Games Workshop stuff, baby. Uh, Warmer well, 40k, baby. <laughs> and also some Mortal Realms later, baby. <laughs> I'm going to be controversial. But yes. we're going to start things off with the biggest announcement that took up a fair chunk of the preview. It uh, really the did. Yeah. Like half an hour, 40, mi- 40 minutes, maybe. 40 on, minutes almost, yeah. yeah on the, Which I so, really appreciated getting up at 3 a.m. to have them waffle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I woke up at 2.30, went straight back to bed, and Legend. I woke up at 5 o'clock and was like, oh, Jerry got up. Jerry got up. <laughs> but anyway, so this is the uh, announcement of 10th edition Warhammer 40,000 mm-hmm. is coming to the tabletop. We'll talk miniatures first, and then we'll dive mm-hmm. a little bit into uh, to rules and stuff that they shared. Uh, but as you can see here, we're going to be getting brand new miniatures for the Space Marines, obviously, yeah. uh, starting <laughs> with the upscaled new Terminators. Yeah, somebody got out the bicycle pump. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so uh, to 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 keep to get all the details for these, these are not some new law version of the Terminators. They're not Primaris Terminators or a new mark of armor. This is the Terminator armor that everyone's known and loved. They've essentially just been made bigger. It's mm-hmm. just upscaling, just like when they what they've done with previous ranges for other for other factions and that kind of thing. Um, they can be worn by Firstborn or Primaris, which I thought was a nice little thing to be like, don't worry, old boy, you can still play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and looks like maybe they're going to you know, continue this thing of just making all Space Marines just Space Marines again, rather than kind of separating that between Firstborn and Primaris. That'll be quite nice. See, uh, th- this is something I find really weird, because, I mean, a Primaris Marine trying to jump into the new Terminator suit, is he going to get in and go, 
It's a bit cramped in here. Why do I have to hunch down? Well, this, oh, this is why the I old wanted. one, he'd be like, eh. <laughs> I really wanted them to have a Primaris, but keep the proportions the same as Terminator armor is. So mm. we'd have like really low boots and then like you'd see a big <laughs> chunk of skin and then a knee pad and then like a big chunk of skin and the thigh guards Sounds as like if he's trying to wear like a suit going to school or something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody trying to get into a suit they've not worn in five years type of thing yeah. uh, also what just whenever you wear a shirt and the belly's just a wee bit too big yes. and it just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulls just, you just have that little peak because they did I... say that these are the original Suits, so they're just they're just embiguated, so it's not. Yeah, they've just it, been. It's not a new, a new build essentially. Yeah. What what I will say though, and I will praise them for it, is the fact that they were so restrained with the redesign of them. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. basically just what you would what you've seen a lot of fan art of Terminators look like. Yeah, they're just a bit bulkier. There's a bit more detail where there isn't in the previous ones, and they just yeah. look a bit more intimidating. And yes. that's that's where that's all the Terminators needed. Yeah, yeah. all they need. Uh, yeah. Right. Although, are the rules going to match up to it now? Because they are going to want these to sell. So I'm expecting updated rules. They will. <laughs> um, but uh, they come with the same kind of loadout that you'd typically expect with Terminators. Uh, you get your kind of Storm Bolter and Power Fist as standard. Hmm. Uh, but they're going to have things like Chain Fists and all that kind of stuff as well. And the, the Assault uh, Cannon looks assault great. Assault Cannon. Jung, 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 jung. Powering up and firing. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I would imagine they're also going to be doing a lot of very chapter-specific versions of these. So I would, I would expect we're going to see new Deathwing and and uh, um, new kind yeah. of uh, lots of upgrade blisters on their way. Lots of upgrade kits on the way. I would imagine for these. I, I yeah. think the Terminator is looking quite nice. Uh, a nice little addition to the Space Marine faction. There's a lot more as well, but uh, that's all can sort of contained into their trailer, and we'll be seeing more previews of the later on yeah. down the line. Um, Weirdly, the big... I think the head is actually smaller on the new Terminator. It's strange, but better proportioned, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, yeah. It, it's maybe the same size. It's just the hole is bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been just been a little bit. The, all the proportions have just been made a little bit better. Uh, uh, a, yeah. a tidy up. A tidy yeah. up. Yeah. A tidy yeah. up. And I see what you're saying, John. Just there are tiny extra details having been added now that they have a little more space to work with. Because yeah. I, I like don't... the venting on the face, the holes around the neck yeah. guard. Because mm -hmm. I don't think those. I don't think the previous iteration of Terminators were CAD design. Or if they were CAD design, it was sort of like early very CAD. early, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can tell where they've sort of went, <laughs> and it's kind of like this, but on this, <laughs> on this, like for example, on the um, stomach plate just below the chest plate, you have that interlocking plate that's sitting yes. over the the undersuit, and I, you know, that's just I like it there. <laughs> I just <laughs> like these little extra touches. It makes yeah. Terminators feel more like what they are in the lore. Yeah, yeah uh, or the the additional detailing on the reinforcements around the leg joints. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. where those pipes were smooth on the older ones, they have that little extra step piece on there. It just feels a bit more chunky. Cosplayers yeah. are going to go nuts for that. Oh yes, I'm sure they will do. <laughs> oh, yes. uh, well, there'll be a lot of them going. Damn it! I just finished the old style one. Now I have to upgrade it. <laughs> Fine. Uh, they'll be putting the call out to their patreons in no time yep. um as well as the terminators we've also got a look at uh, some very quick previews of what's coming for the tyranids as well um so they're going to be getting as we kind of postulated last week essentially a full range refresh um starting off with the typical tomaguns and uh, and hormaguns and stuff um essentially they've they've just approached these in much the fashion as you were saying john for the terminators where they've kind of just gone We'll keep the same style of these. Mm. We'll just make them more detailed. It's a tidy um, up. It's a tidy yeah. up, yeah. yeah. And it's well worth it. Yeah. Yes. There's a, a nice comparison there 
Yeah. Where yeah, unlike other things, they didn't even have to increase the size on it. Although yeah. presumably that is a thirty-two rather than a twenty-five round guess that so, they're standing yeah. on. Yeah. But comparatively speaking, just a it's, lot. More it's just detail. adding detail. Yeah. Yeah. But still retaining, and it's something they brought up in the live stream. The fact that they're still tiny little creatures compared to a lot of other things out there in the world, yeah, and then that kind it, of gives the other Tyranid beasts more scale later on down the line as well. But. It does look like they've tidied up the anatomy quite a bit, just to add a little bit more detail and definition into things yeah. like around the arms and the muscles. Instead of just being like a cylinder, you can yeah. actually see some muscular coming through there. I, 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 they've got it on some of those models; they just haven't painted it on some of those models. Uh, yeah. It's always an interesting yeah. thing. It was something that was brought up actually on Twitter by someone I can't remember the name unfortunately, but. They were saying that a lot of the time, miniatures actually are a lot more detailed than you think. It's just for painting for show. They mm. tend in the olden days, they just kind of like slapped big bright colors on things. But yeah, they... hammered out. <laughs> well, yeah. That, that was one of the old Studio Army yeah, paint yeah. schemes yeah. where they had like sixty or eighty of them to paint. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and the nice thing about them not massively changing the scale is. If you've already painted eighty yeah, your, of them, your old ones are going to still. Yeah, work. I just I wouldn't, you know, you know, it's not I mean, it's not a sea change. Just gloss over it, move along. There's well, better I mean, things to do with life. You yeah. know, your brood might be intermingled with different batches. Yeah. So uh, the new set is going to be Space Marines versus Tyranids, mm-hmm. um, as was kind of seen in the little trailer they did for the game. There's a couple of videos that they did that came out for it. Um, it's well worth going to give those a watch. Um, it's kind of rebooting Gilliman talking about um, the fact that everybody thinks that they're safe, but in actual fact, all these small victories are nothing because there are darker things waiting in the shadows and in the shadows are Tyranids. Uh, and it so look, looks like we're going to be getting a big new kind of tyrannic war. I think they call it the fourth tyrannic it's war the they're fourth going into. Tyrannic yeah. War, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be seeing uh, it's it's well worth kind of like freeze framing your way through the trailer and being like right okay so new dreadnought <laughs> yeah. uh, new reaver marines with kind of like a tyrannic veteran vibe going on maybe for kill team uh, new librarian in terminator armor obviously the new terminators there's a new apothecary in what looks like gravis armor as well mm. which is kind of yeah. cool um, and uh, uh, Jerry was also talking about the fact that there's also like a, a the um, the, what's it called? The, Screamer Killer. The Screamer Killer, uh, Carnifex style creature, is going to be coming back into the the mix as well. It's, it's, to kind it's of what kills him, and I think you see it later on being yeah. blasted by multiple things. But it is, yeah. it's a new version of what was the original Screamer Killer. Yes, big yeah. head, four massive claws. Although they've got an extra hinge in them. Yeah. Then they had um, back in second edition it's like a big mouth <laughs> also seeing uh, one of the primaris there with a more traditional combi weapon so they're maybe yes. doing combi bolt rifles now because i saw yeah. a flamer chucked onto the bottom of one of the bolt rifles which looks pretty cool yeah. it didn't help him and uh, <laughs> no doubt i'd assume we'll also get a primaris lieutenant in that box of course, <laughs> of course. whole um, armies of nothing but primaris lieutenants yeah. moving on to the actual big kind of other big bit of this is obviously 10th edition um mm. so 10th edition is going to be dropping in the summer it's not uh far off um winter christmas thing this mm. is going to be summer is when we're going to get the new edition um it's going to be as they've described it simple but no simplified but not simple yeah um so a lot of what a lot of the dna of ninth will still exist so stratagems and that kind of thing uh, but they've basically gone through everything from Warhammer 40,000 and said, does this need to be here? No, and ripped it out and then taken other bits and pieces from stratagems 
and built that back into the unit, just like they did back in the olden days, almost. Um, this uh, this kind of means that they've kind of taken a lot of what uh, the bloat of ninth and kind of condensed it down a little bit more, so it should be a little easier to play, which mm-hmm. is always handy. They've said that they want to try and get to a point where you will have uh, two pages of A4 and everything you need for your army is going to be on those two pages. So you'll have your stratagems on one page, a little bit like with the new um, uh, corn book, the mm-hmm. World Eaters book, where you have like six stratagems, eight stratagems, something like that. Yeah. And on the other side will be all of your special rules for your trapped for your chapter of Space Marines, your Warlord traits, and everything like that. So it's kind of taking a little bit of what they learned from boarding actions, a little bit from what they've learned from build, designing the new codexes, and kind of bring it all together so that everything should be on essentially two sheets of paper. They're also playing around with data cards. I'll just take you guys through the card then that they've done uh, and shown off for the the Tormagants that were shown off in the previews and things. So everything's more or less the same as what you'd expect from Ninth. So you've still got movement, toughness, strength, and all that kind of thing. Saves are still the same, and they'll be modified by AP value. Your wounds are still the same for each individual. You've got a leadership value now, and then there's the new stat, which is called OC, which isn't anything to do with the show from the 2000s. <laughs> wow. Uh, but uh, Which is a wonderful soap. Um, but I, um, I thought that, my references were old. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, tied to uh, objective control. So now each unit will have a specific objective control value that means that they can play around with what can hold things a little bit more than normal. Obsec's no longer going to be a thing, but there'll probably be special rules that allow space marines to be able to hold things better than others and that kind of thing. But it also means that two guardsmen can't hold an objective when an imperial knight or something is standing on top of them or something, as they said in the, the preview, which I think is kind of cool. But, so uh, basically it's the, the equivalent of them looking up going, you know, I really don't think we should be here right now. Exactly. This is maybe a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do like seeing something like the new abilities coming through. That skulking yeah. horror sounds pretty cool so that, as yeah. stuff's moving around the board, these guys are like creeping up a little bit more. Yeah, so that's something that would necess- would have essentially been in ninth uh, a stratagem, but they've kind mm. of tied that back into the unit profile, which I think is really nice. Mm. And again, goes with this idea of everything being con- self-contained within the unit cards mm. for, for different units in the game. You'll also see that um, variants of strength and, and ballistic skill and that kind of thing have all then been taken out and applied separately to each individual weapon profile. Mm. So it means that what they can do is that they can make Again, as they said in the live stream, they can make a power fist for a Space Marine captain work differently to a power fist for a Terminator or a, yeah. a, a, a normal Space Marine sergeant or something. Mm. So it means they can be a lot more granular with that. Essentially, they've taken they've taken Wahopedia and basically copied their homework um, with the, the layout <laughs> of all these things, which is quite interesting. Uh, but I think it's it's a step in the right direction, which is which is always good to see. Mm. The other really interesting thing that came out around um, kind of turn structure and that kind of thing, they've taken out um morale as a as a, an element of the as a phase of itself and that's now been built into the command phase um and you no longer lose miniatures for suffering morale but there'll be other effects that will happen to you so maybe you won't be able to secure objectives as well or you might not operate at the same uh efficiency as you once did um they've also taken out the psychic phase so that's no longer a phase in the game Yay. that's now tied specifically into different portions of the game anyway so Maybe your psychic powers will trigger in the shooting phase or in the close combat phase and assault and that kind of thing. Um, so they've they've played around with that with a little bit more. So, so that, that makes more sense to me because anytime I used to play, I would always forget the psychic phase, which is why I generally just <laughs> did not I just did not put psychers in my forces because I, yeah. I hate it having that extra step as in the turn. A, 
as someone who plays Eldar, it's yeah, you have to remember quite a lot. <laughs> but that's now going to be tied into the individual units' profiles. So Smite, for example, will now just be a ranged attack. But they have played around with things to make sure that the feel of psychic abilities is still there. So you'll still be able to do things like deny and that kind of thing as well. Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing that came out of the announcement for 10th, um, apart from this kind of quick look at where they were going to go with the rules and things, is that um, they're actually going to be making everything from day one, at least to begin with, <laughs> should always stipulate that, free. So all of the core rules, as they are currently, will be free. Um but then everything that comes out as indexes at the beginning of 10th edition will be utterly free across every faction, including, as they pointed out, Forge World vehicles, which I thought was kind of cool, mm. um, for free, downloadable from the internet. So you can just grab a bunch of PDFs, get them onto your computer or your laptop or whatever, your phone, and just start playing the game, which I think that, is a really nice way to go. That is going to hurt Battlescribe. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Battlescribe hurt itself anyway, so. Yeah. Fair, fair. Well, did they say they were downloadable? I can't, I can't honestly I, remember because I do I, know they said there's a new Army Builder app. Now, I would assume that everything will be because they've done it for things like Far Cry. No, Far Cry. War Cry. Far Cry is a game. <laughs> so it's War Cry. Yeah, they've done it for War Cry and all that kind of stuff as well. So I'm going to assume that they're going to be downloadable PDFs, probably. For these. Other than baked into their, their yeah. new app. Although I would assume... That there'll also be this new app which will be available to Warhammer Plus subscribers that will have all of the stuff in there for easy access rather than having to have a bunch of different PDFs. Oh, no. open, Another attempt to make people subscribe. Well, yeah. No, I think um, they said the app was free. Well, it'll be very interesting to see if it is because the current app I have to pay for every month. So <laughs> it'll be cool. Time, time will tell. Yeah. Now, now, there's something I have to wonder. Warhammer Plus has been out for a good while now. Is it worth subscribing to now? No. Um, I'd say it's okay, a thanks, very John. big. It's a very big kettle of fish, but I'd say probably not. No. Okay. <laughs> um, the uh, the other thing with the rules, obviously, there's going to be these indexes out. They have said they're going to do physical versions of them. So if you want a book, you can buy a book, just like you did with was it eighth edition yeah, that had in the start, start of eighth where yeah, that was had it. all the the indexes. So you probably have to buy those. They're also mm-hmm. going to be making uh, the data cards available physically potentially mm-hmm. as well. Yes. So you'll be able to go out and buy big packs of the cards. I could see a lot of people, and this is probably, I would love to be able to have the kind of like men, mentality to do this. I would love to just go out and get everything that's available physically and just be like, this is the only other, this is the only version of 10th edition I will ever play. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If, if they have all of the data sheets, right? Yeah. As they're releasing new models through the year, all they have to do is put that data sheet in the box with the miniature. That way wow. you don't need to make new codexes or supplement codexes. Or other horrendously cool, expensive printing you know things. Yeah. They should be thanking Battlefront for that because Battlefront's made that work. Yeah. Uh, well, with the, two let's, major let's, systems. Let's not forget one of the oldest ones that always had it, but it was as a deck, which was Privateer. Which they yep. don't do anymore. No, no, they went full digital. <laughs> which honestly, I personally, I think was a bit of a mistake. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. There's so much stuff to talk about. But, uh, yes. So, um, all these indexes and all these cards are going to be available physically. They have said they're not going to get rid of codexes. Codexes will still be a thing, and then we'll come along in the future. How that pans out, I don't know. Maybe mm. the rules will be free, but the law will be contained to the books or something. That would be an interesting way for them to go. I know it'll a lot be of a nice way to split that. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's um, one of the things I always liked about the codexes was it gave you the flavor of the faction. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, and, where, and where they go with that i would assume we're going to be able to play demo games at warhammer fest so that'll be good fun um the other interesting thing that was brought up 
um, fourth edition is the idea that they're going to have essentially a kind of quicker, easier way to play 40k baked into essentially the DNA of the game. So um, combat patrol is going to become a mode of play. So you'll be able to pick up a combat patrol. It will come with all of the rules to play that force, either in the box or online digitally somewhere. And it will have um, certain elements of gameplay taken out of it to make it simplified. So if you are just starting out with the leagues of Votan and Drakari, for example, because they're the two things I can see at the center of my screen, mm-hmm. <laughs> it will have everything you need to play those, but they'll take out certain things like maybe a couple of special rules here and there and that kind of thing. It'll still play like 40K, yeah. but it'll be a quicker, easier entry point for a lot of people to dive in and, and have a go at the game. I'm really curious to see how they're going to balance this. Well, fair, I, I think I, a lot of those combat patrols are not balanced against each other. Well, yeah, apparently they are. Well, apparently they are. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> according so, to the, the, uh, the folks. But uh, so I don't know if these are the actual genuine combat patrols or if these are just the these are the ones, ones that exist. That so, exist far. so they've yeah. used these as a, yeah. as a as an example as an example. Yeah. But um, they said all of the the core concepts of forty k. Yes, we'll are run yeah. through uh, combat patrol, but it is a, a different way to play. Yes, it's okay. not yeah. just the same rules. Yeah, with less figures, and yeah. then um, you might pick up a unit, and the unit may have four or five abilities that, or varying choices that they can make in the full forty okay. k rules. But in combat patrol, they'll have one or two. Yeah. Um, so it's it's stripped back more so, and then the combat patrols will all be balanced. So it might be a case of going well. The bloody angels there, who I can see with their ridiculous, the primarity ones. Yeah, so they've got all their bouncy intercessors and stuff. They may find that they've got more rules removed or more limitations on what the build options are to make them tailored for that box set. Uh, I suppose if you you look at the the tie with the big mech in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Um, but the rest of it is made up of tau. Move, yeah, move. squishy, so. squishy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that uh, the way that I kind of viewed it is that I kind of thought of it as the code one to mm. the uh, yeah. the N four of um, uh, of fair, uh, one, fair. if you want to make an infinity comparison. But yeah, tenth edition coming soon. Well, summer they've actually you know penned it in there, so it'll be very fascinating to see where they go with that. Yeah. So yeah, very cool. will indeed. Uh, not the only forty k news we got. Oh though. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> by there, the emperor there's more well um, by grab thor's hammer yeah so uh by, the last, by valrak's by valrak's hammer yes by valrak's hammer <laughs> he <yeah>. was right <laughs> of course he was he feels so vindicated about um but yeah so the final book in the arcs of omen series uh has been uh, the worst kept secret in games workshops history <laughs> is called the lion and it will be introducing a new primarch a new loyalist primarch back into the mix are you sure world. he's loyalist are you well, sure? That's true. Yeah. Uh, so this is Lionel Johnson, who has returned the old man of uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not really a fan. The the Charles Dance, the Jeremy Corbyn of the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. Yeah, I think I think the model is kind of cool myself. But uh, I mean, fine. The the armor and everything feels right. I'm not seeing the not seeing the image by the way. The the, the, the not, face I'm not so fond of. Yeah. Not liking the face, then Justin. Yeah. He he has a receding hairline. A Primarch should not have a receding hairline. He looks ancient and old, and these are like the upgraded version of humanity, above and beyond Space Marine, above and beyond Primaris, even beyond a Custode. He should not look like an old geezer. 
He's also 11 millennia old. That is true. Does, does Gulliman look that bad? He's been in yeah, stasis. Yeah, he's been in stasis. Because, yeah, well, he has been in stasis for most yeah. of that, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I just, I, aesthetically, it's not jiving with me, just the face of it. Well, the interesting thing is, you can hide his face. <laughs> yeah. I, it, if I ever got him, I probably would. Yeah. But again, it's how are they even writing him back into the storyline? Has wow. he literally just went, I am done hiding in the rock? We'll, you know, we'll I went to my out. room to pout after blowing up my home planet for we'll 10,000 years and now I'm back. We'll find out when the, the final book comes out, but mm. uh, he's going to be standing forth to take down um, Vashtor and uh, Angron and all the rest of them as well. These are some of the head options he's got. So I like to think of this as um, uh, periods of how much coffee he's drunk. <laughs> so on the right is, I haven't drank any coffee, I'm really angry. And then as it goes further left, it's like, oh, actually, I'm happy now. <laughs> what is it? Latte, cappuccino, espresso. <laughs> Mate, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I quite like the hooded but demasked version mm. of uh, Lionel Johnson. I think that's probably the best one. I, I think we're going to see a lot of really cool versions with the, the oh. hood and the helmet. Yeah, yeah. I because we're so going to see a lot of like really sinister glow. As people, uh, people yeah. are painting glow. Yeah, all your SLs. Yeah. Although I'm waiting to, I will be waiting to see someone convert it so that the wings are actually coming out up through the hood whenever he's got the helmet on, like ripped through or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it was uh, practical hood. <laughs> someone on uh, Tabletop Titans was saying the the guy, the mask and the hood version is the like Dark Souls boss take. Mm. And like you'd hear the music, and then suddenly a health bar would appear, and you'd be like, "Oh god!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it is chock full of of detail. Although, why do they have to call it the Emperor's Shield? Because it's but, his shield. Because <laughs> apparently, it's his shield, which yeah, surprised me because I've never heard of or yeah. seen any representation of him ever having a shield. Yeah, because yeah. he's always had the claw and the sword. claw on one hand, sword the other. Yeah. yeah, he's also so. he's also not using his own sword because Cipher still has that. Yeah, so. Well, you know, maybe he'll get it back someday. <laughs> maybe, yeah. It'd be very um, cool to see Cipher turn up and be like, "Here, yeah. my lord, your uh, sword." Uh, hang on, is it? Is, I'm wondering, is Gulliman going to meet him and go, "Brother, where have you been? Here, have one of Dad's relics." He was, yeah, he was a, Dad was a jackass. Have his stuff. I'm so fairly sure one of his relics. He's carrying a shield. Yeah. I think I think Lionel Johnson would probably be very annoyed at Rubuti Rubuti Gulliman, probably. But uh, <laughs> I, I, most people are. Yeah, yeah. well, he's going to turn up and go, what What do you mean you give half of the Imperium away to a Blood Angels chapter master? What? Exactly. Yeah. It's not It's not just that. It's like you know, everyone from the Emperor down has called Gilliman an idiot. <laughs> the Emperor himself has apparently said, you know, you're nothing but a tool to me. It's like, yeah. thanks, Dad. <laughs> you could have stopped after the tool. You could have stopped after that. Yeah. Dark Angels first legion best legion i mean yeah <laughs> well i mean i'm sure the space wolves are going to be pissed off yeah well you know, you know what do you mean their dad came back where's our dad where's our dad your dad's he, in the warp he went into the warp looking <laughs> yeah. for him <laughs> so yeah it'll be uh it would be interesting seeing how the arcs of Moven book uh plays out and what they do mm. with that and uh how the story ends we obviously know that the galaxy is not going to burn to chaos because 10th edition has been announced and it all seems fine Mm. Is, is is he going to blow up the last of the rock and finish the job? It all well, seems we'll fine. We'll see. But yeah, <laughs> good good old man, uh, old man Lionel Johnson there, mm. kicking ass, taking names in the last book. I knew you were going to say that eventually. Yeah. <laughs> You've, I've heard you hold off for the last couple of weeks, Ben. <laughs> like kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, yeah there it is. <laughs> I like that he's not, um, he's not in a ridiculous pose with a stupid flimmy sword. He's, no, he's relatively striding forward. He's yeah. relatively nondescript. Yeah. yeah. And then the watchers in the dark coming along with him yeah. are quite nice. 
as sure. uh, they, as they said in the stream, if anyone was going to get a tactical rock, it would be the guy that lives in the rock. <laughs> the the rock. rock. Yeah. <laughs> Best opportunity yeah. there, I feel, to not make him look like Sean Connery. Um, <laughs> as the Arcs of Omen comes to a close, so does the uh, latest series season of Kill Team. Uh, mm. As we move towards uh, the Gallo Dark, which is the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the next box set that is coming out for um, forty thousand kill team, uh, this is going to see the leagues of Votan uh, going up against uh, something that uh, again Valrak man he was right Jesus Christ what's going on <laughs> uh, against some beastmen with the uh, Felgor ravages being thrown into the mix. Um, so this is going to be um, the final entry into the Into the Dark series, where the Gallo Dark is surprisingly exploding mm. um, and is about to Gallo fall. <laughs> so the leagues of Votan, who are there, the kind of going into salvage things, bits and pieces, and tech and all that kind of stuff, are trying to get as much kit as they can and uh, get to their coward pods, as they called them, or escape mm. pods to everyone else. Yeah and uh and uh, make their way down planet side or whatever uh but uh, in the depths I, of the uh structure there are the felgors that are waiting to destroy them so, hello jerry go back to that last image i didn't realize they'd went to scrap heap challenge to get one of the the cast members on this the guy on the right there oh dude what's the same the old is he a tank commander the, the, yeah, the he was an old he was an ex-british army guy yeah. or something. i just like there's a guy with what essentially um equates to brass knuckles um going up against beastmen <laughs> in as well there which is kind of cool um, power knuckles yeah power yeah. knuckles um, but yeah, so some fun little new miniatures there for the Hearthkin. Uh, that's the typical set that you get for 40k, but it comes with the upgrade sprue, as you tend to get with the kill team set. So one of them is always an upgrade sprue. The other one's like a full-on new plastic kit. Mm. So this will come with some uh, additional accessories. So you get new things like the com uh, data slate and things for the Iron Kin, the, the jet pack for one of your um, your Hearthkin warriors as well there. You've got the kind of like... Um, repeat ro- rotating cannon and uh, the grenade belts and that kind of stuff there too yeah one guy just rocking a bandolier exactly yeah <laughs> just like i don't need no stinking possible. guns i have explosives exactly and then the felgors is the full-on new plastic kit um so we did see a mercenary beastman essentially in necromunda um mm-hmm. a couple of years ago but this is the first time that we're actually going to be seeing them essentially properly fleshed out i suppose there were a few in um blackstone fortress as well uh, yeah, i think is- yeah, yeah, but uh, but this is them uh, diving in uh, with a full new faction. They'll you know potentially have rules for forty k as well, which would be kind of nice. But it's a full little set of uh, mutated um, beastlings that are looking to uh, to to crush everything in their path. Very combat focused, although as you can see that they've got kind of essentially a bray shaman uh, that is going to be uh, probably gifting them some psychic powers to help them. Um, crush well, everything beneath their hooves. What's, but, yeah. what's with the guy just holding the shield by the, the top rim out in front of him in the last oh, image? The last picture. Yeah, the second guy from the left. It's a gong. What is that? It's like a gong, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, you can see the dents in it from where he's ragging it. I'm coming. There's also a guy who's um, twisted a grenade into his beard as well, which is like a great way, to, <laughs> great way to go. But yeah. It's the basement equivalent of a martyr vest coming exactly. at you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Gallo Dark uh, is going to be finishing Hoof off. Hoof on Rock. Hoof on Rock. You, you That's a change. Um, but yeah, so Gallo Fall, sorry, is going to be the last in the entry of uh, Into the Dark, which will come with all the same train that you've seen before, plus some new stuff that kind of matches with the scenarios that are coming out for uh, the Gallo Fall box set. So you get the escape pods there at the back. 
that you'll be running into. And also a kind of surgeon's room, like a medic's chamber, mm. which is giving me very alien vibes. Dental chair. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, non-functional life support pods. <laughs> I, th I think that was... Mm. I think that's the because it's a narrative mission, isn't it? That's what they're yeah. in looking for is the survivors in those mm. for whatever reason. I do like yeah. the fact that they're um, taking the drop pod aesthetic for mm. the yeah, life the pods. Seizure pods. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, cool. It's a cool idea. I imagine yeah. they're going to have to fire straight through the roof though, because <laughs> you've been working your way up in Gallo Dark to the bridge. Mm. So. If It'd just be like launched through all the layers. If you launch yeah. through down, you're going to hit previous <laughs> previous iterations. Yeah, floors. maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe so. just have demo charges on the outside wall, just and let the explosive decompression drag you out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but uh, there you go. But yeah, some cool stuff there for Kill Team. If you want to go down that route and play some skirmish games. Um, Weird thing about this was, mm -hmm. he said, high questioning voice, when they were doing the um, the reveal and they were talking about it. Yeah, they did reference the fact that. The Imperium have basemen. Now, do, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that's just because he's old enough yeah. to remember, but based on what he was saying, like this was my first model, you know, at one point when they were looking like the lizard men, I think, or terpenes yes. or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's old enough to remember a human basemen in the Imperium <laughs> as far as gaming goes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. maybe we'll see the return of, of some actual Imperial Guard basemen to be chucked in, forward. Uh, Cadian outfits. Yeah. <laughs> just give them a, just one needs a breastplate and the last pistol and the rest can just charge forward and exactly. butcher things. Yeah. In the buff. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> the way to do it. But yeah, so make sure to go and check out the kill team stuff that's uh that's uh, flying around cool. soon as well. Uh we finished things off just very quickly uh with some Horus Heresy news. Um the big black book series is going to be returning for the new edition of the game. Um, the new book's going to be called The Siege of Chthonia. Um, and this is a brand new um, Horus Heresy book that is focused around um, the Warmaster's homeworld uh, and the fight to essentially control it for both the traitors and the loyalists. Um, there's going to be a big, heavy focus on the Sons of Horus going up against uh, the Imperial Fists, as you might have imagined. Mm. Uh, there's going to be new character miniatures that will be applied to both of those forces from Forge World and, and Plastic, I imagine, as well in the future. Um, and there's going to be a big narrative campaign for you to play through to see who comes out on top. Going to be options for you to include other legions in there as well. So there's going to be like Loyalist um, uh, Thousand Sons, Thousand Sons. I believe, which I yep. think is kind of pretty awesome. Um, and they've also said they're going to be putting in a bunch of Zone Mortalis rules like baked into the rules now. So rather than just being part of like a, I think it was like a White Dwarf supplement or a download or something mm. in the past, they're now just going to be actually baked into the Horus Heresy rules. So we'll have some updates in, in there as well for playing smaller games of uh, Horus Heresy in tight-packed environments and things like that. So yeah, the return of the Pig Black Book series, which is kind of cool. Funky yeah, stuff. Nice. There does seem to be a, a driving... Uh push towards more narrative yes. as well. And they were saying yeah. even things like uh, the fact that they're labeling the 10th edition as the start of the fourth tyrannic war, mm -hmm. um, that crusade would be a major yes. thing going forward as well. Yeah. So it's, uh, I like that stuff. Yeah. yeah it's, very it's, cool. it's not all about uh, pushing the points all the time. <laughs> which is yeah. A good thing. Not, not about having 2k points and playing tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly that, but it yeah. is mostly that, but yeah. mostly that. <laughs> um, shall we have a look at something else from Adepticon then yeah so uh, we'll take a little bit of break from Games Workshop News we'll be back to that in a second 
but another big announcement was that Gale Force 9 are going to be building on their Battlefield in a Box range, which is all their pre-painted terrain, with Hextech. And John is going to have a nice little smile in the corner there. <laughs> John always has a nice little smile in the corner. I am a very charming person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Hextech is going to be their new series of terrain that's coming out that is suitable for, as you might have imagined, uh, Battletech. You could also use it for Steel Rift and everything else in 6 mil, essentially, mm. really. Or 8 mil, for that matter. Or mm. maybe even 10 mil. Full spectrum wow. gob. Yeah. Um, so... There's going to be six box sets that come out at launch. Mm -hmm. Each of them is going to come with a selection of box uh, uh, buildings in the box that come in two different colors. Uh, as I say, they're all pre-painted and ready to go. So you just need to whack them down on the tabletop and boom, you're playing alongside your mechs and everything else like that. Uh, they're also going to come with the removable um, hex bases underneath them. So you can either have them attached to them, so you can just sort of use them to kind of work them into your maps and that kind of thing. For or you can take... Tech. Or you can take them off and you can just have them fitted into essentially any games and configurations that you want, essentially. Or Alpha point. Strike. Alpha Strike. Or Alpha yep. Strike, yes. <laughs> yeah, although, what do you think, John? Looking at these, I think an extra little dose of a wash onto these just to really make the details pop might be in order. We need to get them in our hands first before we decide on that. Yeah. True, but just from what we're seeing mind, there. If, if, you're, if you're playing it in the Battletech universe, you can be either clean high sci-fi or mm -hmm. dirty dystopian sci-fi. Like it, mm -hmm. it can be either. Yeah, true, true. Just, I mean, just from the look of them, from what I'm seeing there on the renders, it just, I think, just a little hint of extra wash, just in some of the, the detail parts. These aren't renders. These aren't renders. Oh, those are the actual, okay. Yeah, then yeah. De then definitely crying out for a little extra wash in some of the details where it's just a little flat, a little monotone. Maybe a yeah. little OSL on those windows. Maybe. Yeah, be cool. that'd be cool. Anyway. So, yeah, so these are these were designed by Christopher Wales, uh, who's Thunderhead Studios, I believe they are. Mm -hmm. uh, so they've kind of worked with them because they realized that they, this creator was doing some amazing stuff. And you could get a hold of them as 3D prints and that kind of thing. But, you know, Gale Force 9 are always there to try and make things a little easier for everybody when it comes to getting stuff to the tabletop. And so that's where Hextech comes in. Obviously, Battletech is having a huge resurgence at the moment, Kickstarters and all that kind of thing. Yeah, John, John going bankrupt. Yeah, Massive. and uh, and so having Hextech available for people, all pre-painted, all ready to go, just seems like a no-brainer to me. Um, if you uh, essentially if you picked up that first uh, raft of boxes, I think you'd be pretty much set for a whole host of BattleTech games without much issue, really, and playing mm -hmm. out in, in in playing around in urban environments and that kind of stuff. So yeah, very nice stuff there from uh, from yeah. Force Nine. It'll be interesting to see where they go because um, they said that this is a collaboration with yes. uh, Thunderhead. Yes. So there's more of the hex text coming mm -hmm. um, and potentially it opens the door then to do collaborations with other designers as well. Yeah, that would be amazing. Which is, you know, always handy for uh, people who don't 3D print or don't want to 3D yeah. print, like myself, really can't be arsed. <laughs> I'll never have one. So the opportunity to get um, nice cast pieces and, like and this. And pre-painted as well. And pre-painted. Yeah. yeah. Especially for the Battletech crowd who let's face it there's a significant percentage are older uh, and probably more more of my mindset of i'm not doing that i'm not i'm not, I'm not downloading a thing onto a staff to put a what's it in a doodad and make the oh no none of that whereas you can just go oh, have that in some boxes please thanks so, yeah. is this that moment of jerry used to be with it then they changed what it was now what's it is strange and scary to him and it'll happen to you it will happen to you yep yeah. very much so but it's a, it's a really yeah. nice design aesthetic Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love well. that tan and tan and grey. Yeah, I wonder. 
so is it each kit just comes with two of these then yeah so you get uh, okay. most i think it's four of the kits are two buildings per set and then there are two kits which are larger pieces mm. so they're kind of like skyscrapers or uh, okay. it's, so there's in the bottom of the image yeah yeah so you'll, you'll probably want to pick up a good dose of this yeah yeah as i say i reckon if you picked up all six boxes or something you'd be pretty much sold for <laughs> for the rest of your time I playing battletech seeing how john has laid his out i think you'd maybe want two of each box well i think we're also go. playing Buy in more. two bigger space as well yeah uh, fair <laughs> a, a standard i'm not sure what alpha strikers like but you know battletech maps are like a3 type of mm. size they're, they're okay classic you know, they're classic classic, classic tech is very small fair fair in on top of go. one another very quickly so having a what's this trendy city i think it's called yeah trendy city yes, trendy um city. having it sort of laid out in one corner or fighting through the middle of uh downtown plazas you, mm -hmm. you wouldn't need to break the bank to do it which Not is always enough. good yeah so, uh, so yeah so just just the first of a bunch of announcements from uh gale force 9 watch out for more very soon mm. so, very cool yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what else is coming from yeah. that very nice stuff uh, moving back to Games Workshop, because we can't leave them alone. They must be here. You must go to store.on tabletop and buy miniatures for Warhammer. Buy merch. Buy merch. It buy helps all us. The <laughs> so looking at the Mortal Realms, uh, we had some big new updates uh, on that front as well. Uh, I wanted to start off with the thing that I most liked from right. the, uh, the previews, in, uh, because in, uh... lizard men are cool, yep. but uh, oi! scroll back up <laughs> right wah, wah. there we go yes <laughs> i'd go past all the lizard men i'd go all the way to the bottom <laughs> so these are the cities of sigmar so this is the new look updated revamped feel for the cities of sigmar these are the poor mortals that have been given an axe and a shield and a helmet that doesn't fit and been told to head out into the mortal realms to build great cities in the name of the god king so as you can imagine they either really really love him or hate his guts or but, well you know press ganged into it yeah um the thing that i really liked about this is that it's it's so good to finally be seeing the actual mortals of the mortal realms that end up fighting all the day-to-day -day battles because we've seen so much stuff for the Stormcast Eternals and seen their perspective and that kind of thing. And I guess it's cool that the Free Guild were a thing and they've carried them through from the Empire. But that aesthetic never really matched to me in terms of like the feel and the 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 kind of aesthetic of the Mortal Realms. Whereas this definitely gives me those kind of like Age of Sigmar vibes. And I like that it's a kind of a mix of what we saw for kind of the Empire back in the day with also a little bit of the Bretonians to them as well. Uh, in terms of kind of like the helm designs and that mm. kind of stuff too. Mm. And all the different houses and all the different cities being, you know, shown by markings on their shield and that kind of stuff. Although that, uh, that guy in the middle, the the symbol on top of his helmet is just, I don't know, there's a little bit, you know, do, 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 a baby coin. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Okey dokey. A little I bit, yeah. I don't know yeah. what you're I, on I, about. No. It's, it uh, feels a little corny. Oh, right. Symbol. Okay, yeah. That maybe maybe he comes from a realm where battle is everywhere all the time <laughs> so what, he, he's just slowly getting into the corny cult and every time yeah. he gets a little bit more into it does it just yeah and the, every, every something, he just he just rubs off another sigmarite marking on his armor so. <laughs> i imagine they're, they're also doing this to make more of a division yeah between age of sigmar and, and the, old the old world, world. 
Yep, <laughs> which is coming back. Yeah. Well, they've been saying that, it's coming that back. That would confuse people. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I've been, re- I've read quite a few Mortal Realms books, Age of Sigmar <laughs> books, and it's always been fascinating seeing all the different cultures that they've created for those books, but they've never ever been represented in model form. Mm-hmm. And so, it's really nice to be able to have these big cities of Sigmar represented in a, in a in a nice way. And hopefully, we'll see lots of different variants and options for the different. Um, kingdoms and, and realms within uh the mortal realms as well was well, so, there is there any more of these that have been shown off this time around this, nope. is, this is just the first three and uh, this is way way out the only other thing they showed was this um design the in, the, sigil, in the corner yeah. mm-hmm. uh where they referred to that square as a 12 pointed star of sigmar and i looked uh, at it and went it's a square <laughs> but anyway so yeah sigmar's 12 pointed star um and then around are all the various cities i think yeah. they said that Six of them have been referenced or named before. Yeah, so you'll have things like haven't. Yeah, so you'll have some of the ones like Iron Weld and and stuff yep. like that that have been sort of. I think it's okay. Iron Weld that have been shut off and Greyfast and that kind of thing. Mm. There's loads of cities that have already been referenced yep. and uh, and things. So yeah, it'll be fun to see where they go with it. In the Still, it's a square, not a twelve pointed star. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but the other big reveal mm. uh, was for the Lizard Men, oh, the Seraphon. Oh my, uh, scrolling for nothing. <laughs> uh it's because i messed around with the order of things jerry yeah, I'm that's fine. No, no, no. um so yeah so you've got your new uh updated plastic miniatures for the seraphon uh leading the way is the scar veteran as you can see there on the agrodon everyone's just probably keep, going to keep calling it a cold one i think mm. <laughs> uh but that's your new kind of updated version of the scar veteran so these are the kind of albino born um uh saurus within seraphon society that have been kind of gifted you know powers and mighty strength and that kind of thing to lead their arms into battle and so you've got him on the back of one of those you've also got the standard agrodons there with the lancers these are the specific replacements for the cold ones that already exist in the game um so these will be the new updated ones that come with the battle tome and these are like no slouch when it comes to scale apparently they're actually pretty big um so they're big uh feck off dinosaurs essentially i imagine uh, <laughs> they had to invigilate them because they've got things like the chaos knights and stuff like that yeah, which are all yeah. much much bigger now. crack off riders and all that yeah. kind of stuff oh, okay. so, yeah, yeah, i forgot about yeah. that the musician yeah. is quite interesting with the drums strapped on in front of his saddle yeah i like that i think it's kind of cool <laughs> and of course you've got the new luxaurus on the back as well so these are the updated ones with their big winkies Mm. Um, uh, riding around, uh-huh. which is quite nice. <laughs> uh, moving on from the Agrodons, uh, there was also a look at the new Croxigore models who have been given, uh, uh, who have definitely hit the gym mm. since we last saw them. Um, <laughs> no, skip, no skipping leg there. Like Swallow Ren. Yeah, so uh, you've got uh, the Croxigores there with their awesome kind of like star maces and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Croxigore Warspawned. So as they kind of talked about in the live stream, the Croxigore kind of do a lot of the day-to-day stuff like heavy lifting and that kind of thing. The Croxigore Warspawned are the ones that dedicated themselves entirely to war. Uh, and so they're the kind of people that are like, no, bro, I don't carry your weird stones around. I just fight things, man. <laughs> I mean, they, they do have a bit more of a savage feel to them, which I'm quite yes. digging. Yeah. And for the for the properly, they actually look like crocodiles now, which is kind of cool. <laughs> well, yeah, the the yeah. warspawn certainly do. Yeah, yeah. The, the regular, a very much more dinosaur lift, lift and carry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, look a lot more like the cold one heads. Mm, they do actually little yeah. chins. Oh, yeah. we know we know where they've come from then. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, see, these ones look mildly more intelligent than the other ones. They're slightly bit, yeah, yeah. 
So they'll come with uh, fancy weapons and that kind of stuff, and you'll be able to throw them into your games. So it's maybe less of them saying no. It's just these ones are not smart enough to carry the stones. Well, the, maybe the war, that's true. The war spawn have a have a bit of jock energy about them. Yes. They are <laughs> oh jocks. yeah, yeah. They are. Do you even lift, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's going to be a dual kit. That one. So you'll be able to make uh, both forces out of those. Um, the new models that we'd seen previously are also going to be available as part of a battle box. So the Croxcore, unfortunately, and some of the Agrodons aren't going to be in there, but the new box set will come with the new Slan uh, miniature uh, alongside the cavalry that we'd seen for the Skinks, and you also get the new Saurus Warriors as well. So if you want to dive in and play around with those, you're going to get a new box set for them very, very soon. Looks like he's been poured into that seat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, moving on from uh, Seraphon, there was also a little bit of an undead preview as well. Mm. Uh, so we got something for the dry and something for the wet uh, lovers of undead out there. Uh, so the Mortisan Ossifector, God, the naming conventions are wild nowadays. Uh, they are essentially a support unit for your um, Ossiart Bone Reapers, uh, able to craft and recraft uh, the bones of fallen uh, Bone Reapers to uh, fight once more in battle. Um, looking kind of cool. Pretty awesome. Oh, it's almost like he's doing macaroni art. <laughs> Stick it on the fridge. Please. Look at what I made, Father. <laughs> Look at what I made. Oh my God, I can't unsee that now. You're welcome. Uh, and there's also, for your wet undead, there is also the uh, the new vampire character, Ivyar Volga, who is for the Soulblight Gravelords. She is a little bit different from some of her other Soulblight companions in that she um, hunts just monsters uh, so she goes out and she hunts monsters kills them chops her head off with that big axe and then she drinks the blood of the beasts that she slays uh, which i think is kind of metal um i mean you know <laughs> when you see someone that's just trying a little bit too hard to be goth <laughs> that's all i can see uh, here yeah uh she does she does have a swarm of bats yeah and she can use that to confuddle her enemies before she leaps in and cuts them to pieces um, as you can see very much going with the kind of the the radicar the beast kind of vibe so yeah. you've got the uh the wolfen legs underneath there so she'll probably be a good fit for radicar and his uh clan as they're uh fighting thing fighting it out across the mortal realms so yeah very nice mm. Mm. Uh, this thing brings me to the kind of roadmap for what's happening with Age of Sigmar going forward. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be the new battle tomes for the Ozark Bone Reapers and the Soulblight Gravelords coming out in the spring, alongside what we've already seen for the Hedonites of Slash oh, and the Disciples of Corn. <laughs> Summer is going to be the time to get all Seraphony. So uh, yeah, get your get your get your Seraphon. Get your Seraphon. No, seraph just get on your seraph on. on. Ready? No, oh, just, we'll get, we'll just, just get, get your seraph on. Seraph on. Yeah, that, that, that actually makes more sense. That's going to be the book for the summer. Uh, and then in the autumn, we're going to be getting the Cities of Sigma book, which will then be added to by that new plastic range. And there's also going to be two mystery battle tomes in the middle there as well. But it'll be interesting to see what people um, think is going to come out of that. There we go. Very cool. Mm. And finally, for the worlds of Warhammer, <laughs> and finally it's not going to be uh, a new segment about a squirrel on a jet ski or anything like that oh Jim, jerry's uh, disappointment <laughs> very very much disappointed. Uh, we got a new addition to the warhammer underworld series this is called weird hollow and this is going to be the new season essentially for warhammer underworlds which is all about magic uh and this is going to have the forces of the stormcast eternals going up against uh zench and a gaunt summoner 
we're getting two very cool warbands, in my opinion. The first of these is the Enthelim's Pandemonium, because you see they've got the A and the E there for demon. Mm. <laughs> I see what they've done there. Uh, there's going to be added into the mix. This is a Gaunt Summoner that looks like a weird-ass painting. <laughs> I absolutely this, love it. This feels properly zenchy. Yes. Um, and they're kind of attempting to um, open up a sort of portal in the depths of uh, of the mortal realms in order to summon forth all of these kind of weird, twisted zentian beasts uh, in the name of their master. So, yeah, some very cool miniatures there um, for Ethelin there and the Pandemonium. But then you've also got Domitan's Storm Coven, uh, which is the Stormcast Tales, because, of course, you're going to have the good guys in there somewhere. Uh, so Domitan himself is one of the heads of the Knights Arcanum of the Valedictor Temple, because, of course, he is. Yes, uh, and they are, they are, they're clad in their Storm Strike armor, so that means they're safe from the storms. It's all good. And uh, they're going to be rocking around, doing all kinds of like Jedi force moves, throwing rocks at people and, and stuff like that. <laughs> Why is Michael Myers Stormcast Eternal? <laughs> I can I hear the music now in my head. Oh, man, you just need to convert the, the weapon into like a big kitchen knife. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so that's it. That's it's coming out. Uh, it's going to have everything you need to start playing the game. As always, uh, it's going to come with a bunch of rival decks in there, so you can sort of get playing straight out of the box, which is quite nice. Uh, but as I said, the focus is going to be on magic, magical power. Um, so yeah, be fun to dive into this and see what they do with it and things like that. I, I'd love to play a little bit of Warhammer and also be really fun. But yeah, very cool. Yeah, the, nice stuff. Uh, four decks in the set. The the two four for decks the, in the set. The yeah. spook and then uh, additional two that you can chuck in wherever with you any warband you like, yeah. which is kind of cool. So, Interesting way of getting into it i do really like the the zentian look it's so fun um, yeah because they've yeah. really gone ham they have all done. of the yes. uh <laughs> all of the demons in a yeah. whole variety of ways so yeah yeah uh, and they, they they're leaning into the it doesn't have to be bipedal yes so, yeah demons you know. of all kind of different strokes yeah which is, nice. yeah. Which is it's always great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um now we started the show with 15 mil stocks yes. Yes. And we're uh, swinging back around to them again. We are. Yeah. Nice. Well, I say 15 mil. Yeah, so not, not everything is about Adepticon. There are also a couple of new stories we're going to go through which have been sort of floating around, which I think are really nice for a little bit of historical fun. Um, so one of these is the addition of the new character sets and terrain for Pike and Shot Epic Battles uh, from Warlord Games. So they've done four new sets, uh, kind of like what they've done in the past for um, the Napoleonic stuff and, and, and that, ACW and, and ACW yeah. and that kind of thing. So be able to pick up uh, different sets of commanders in that kind of 13.5 mil scale or 50 mil, whichever one you go, I suppose. Um, for you to dive in and have fun with, people will ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, not, don't do what I did and write 10 mil on a news story and then leave it for a week and then come back and be like, I have confused everybody. <laughs> but there wah, we go. Wah. Um, so there's, there's going to be four sets. There's two for the 30 Years War. This is the Imperialist Commanders, which comes with Count Von Tilly. Wallenstein, Picom Limini, Pappenheim, and Cardinal Infante Ferdinand. Yeah, I got all the words right. Oh, yeah. You've been um, practicing this. And then there's one for the Protestant Alliance commanders. So you've got Gustavus Adolphus, Johann George I, Christian IV of Denmark, Aketot, and Louis de Bourbon. Oh, my God, I love that last why, one. Why is Johann's horse just, like, chilling? <laughs> everyone everyone else's horses are like doing some weird yeah I mean, or 
I mean, Adolphus's one looks like someone's just put a branding iron to its backside. <laughs> What's the line of the north? If yeah. he wasn't charging, he maybe, was, maybe uh, Johan's just really relaxed, man. We'll say that horse is the wrong color. Because <laughs> oh, we, we know what color that horse is because it's stuffed in the royal palace in Stockholm. Oh yes, it is. Isn't really? Died really? On it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got pictures yeah. of him somewhere, <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't a done. Yeah, but anyway. Um, yeah, it's not often you got... can horse count somebody. That's true. Yeah, we've also got. <laughs> uh, we've also got two sets for the English Civil War side of things as well. Uh, so you've got the one for the Royalist commanders. So you've got King Charles I, as you would have thought, uh, alongside Prince Rupert, Prince Maurice, Ralph Hopton, and Lord Astley as well. Um, so if you want to be on the side of the feathery nobles, you can be. Uh, but if you want to have no fun whatsoever, oh, none of the you fun. You hang around with Cromwell, uh. <laughs> protector of England. I will have no one have any fun here because I had no fun when I was young. Uh, so we've got Cromwell alongside Sir Thomas Fairfax, Sir Arthur Halsring, Sir William Waller, and the Earl of Essex. Uh, not as I wrote early Essex in the uh, show notes, <laughs> but there we go. <laughs> Maybe it was. Two That's what they called him. He was always showing up before the battle started. Yeah. <laughs> Good old early Essex is here. Early Essex, he's a little bit girly. <laughs> so you got two or oh, four awesome sets there, I think, for people to want to dive in and play with particular characters from this period. Um, add this in alongside your kind of generic commanders and stuff that you can get in the start set and things, and away you go, really. Mm. Kind of cool. Mm. There's also some new terrain as well. So they've done two new sets of uh, MDF stuff. So you've got the townhouses scenery pack there, which is just pretty nice for putting together fun little um, uh, urban and rural environments, I suppose, mm. if you wanted to. Um, nice things for you to go in and take control of in the name of the king and or Cromwell, really. Uh, and there's also this, which is very kind of uh, English Civil War this period, which is the Star Forts. Um, which has got nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> Although it would be nice to have you a big know. laser in the middle. You're not the maybe. boss of me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, set these up on your tables and you will instantly be transported back to this period of time. Get your cannons up in the corners alongside your handgunners and everything else as well. Have your commanders hanging out. Enfilating fire going on. Exactly, yeah. And uh, yeah, you'll have a, a pretty defensible position, no doubt, on the tabletop in one of these. So yeah. Very Good nice. for North America as well. Yeah, Pl- plenty of them kicking around there in Canada mm-hmm. and during French Indian Wars and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, nice berry kit. That I'm trying to work out whether or not it tessellates enough that you could make bigger or more unusual versions. I, I some imagine really you could make it larger ones. because I think the set, the the the, uh, the 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 longer sections in the middle could obviously then be bulked out to give you additional width. Ah, but that's that's but, the weird thing because they have that angled basing. Oh yeah. god, they are yeah, actually, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Oh, so that'd be weird. Mm. Well, I mean, unless you put like some hedging or shrubbery in between the sections. Maybe. Shrubbery. Yeah. No, you don't want to put shrubberies in with there. The badges to crawl through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> End up with TB all over the place. Be <laughs> Clarkson's been doing his best to get rid of that. Can we shoot? Oh them? yeah. No. Can we run no, them over? Can't. No. Uh, you can <laughs> accidentally kill them, but if I'm caught accidentally killing one, I'm in trouble. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then just to oh, oh sorry, Jerry. Sorry, no, no, I'm just I'm just bunch these because I really like these. Yeah, <laughs> curious. I'm curious. I am very tempted by I'm very tempted by all these because, as I've said in the past, the English Civil War is one of those uh, periods that I'm very interested mm. in. But, mm. uh, but yeah, very cool. Capping things off, 
don't worry, we're coming to the end of the news now. As as Lloyd would say last week, uh, all the cool kids can go off now somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, only the cool kids watch the news. Right. Uh, nice. So we have some new stuff for the Perry from the Perrys. This was kind of released as a little bit of a awesome thing at the start of the week, and everyone went very mad for it. Mm. Um, so this is a set of Ottoman uh, soldiers. Uh, in metal and 28 mil for use during your Napoleonic uh, battles on the tabletop. Uh, the the designs have been uh, made to cover the period, I'm reliably informed, 1790 to 1815, but they can be used to represent troops that fall just a little bit on either side of that timeline as well. You will note um, throughout the collection that they are all armed with European weapons because that's uh, the kind of way that they want to go to begin with with these is to give the idea of creating European armed and European trained Ottoman mm-hmm. soldiers and that kind of stuff from that period of history. Um, they are also working to do um, a, a set of these troops with Ottoman style weapons and things. Um, so watch out for that in the future. Um, but this is kind of what's available at the moment. They cover a range of different kind of um regiments and factions and that kind of thing so you've got the nizim uh, uh i which is one of the sets there's also the solak peak guard the bustanjis the levend shiflik and the us kadur so there we go <laughs> i am just going to call this the von fancy hat war the von hat the, well i'd say that's pretty much applicable to all of the napoleonic period <laughs> the fancy hat wars <laughs> didn't have fancy hats no point in turning up exactly yeah uh, but it's a good way to make sure you don't kill your friends, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the same as mine? No, he died. <laughs> so there's a really nice uh, selection of very colourful troops mm. for you to throw into your games. Mm. Um, one of the things that the Perry talked about is that they've been they'd been waiting to release this until there were some good books and reference material for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the links in the news article will go to kind of like the Facebook and stuff like that. I think I think I put the link in there. If I haven't, I'll remember to do yeah, it. Uh, that's to the web store and stuff at the bottom. But um, if you it, there's kind of like some references to the books and things like that that have been uh, thrown into the mix there, so make sure to go and have a look at that. I don't think I put it in now. I'm going to embarrass myself. That's right. We'll right. assume one of those links that I'm not going to click. Is it? Yeah. I'll and just then, uh, I'll just put just it in after. It. This is the uh, the joys of of filming it earlier in the week. Clever. clever anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really yeah, nice to see um, yeah. the Ottomans getting a run out as well for the Napoleonics. Yeah. Um, and I think, if memory serves. The old uh, Westphalia range is oh. with Black Hazar in uh, Germany. So they've got additional stuff there that should scale quite well if you want to add in. They've also got things like swivel guns mounted on camels and stuff as well for, more, for more of the Afghan and Arabian bits and pieces. But cool. it means you can sort of explore the the fringes of the Napoleonic Wars um, rather than just always nice. doing Waterloo all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Away you go. Excellent stuff. Right. So much news. So much news. (laughs) So very, very much. We shall return in just one moment after our bladders have been drained with Kickstarters. Okay, we're back to round out the show with some Kickstarter campaigns. And once again, we're going to 15 mil historics. It's very 15 mil historic type of game day. It's just just feeling it. I mean, there, there, there is a theme developing. If yeah, only you know. Games Workshop had announced Epic, then we could have had like an entire episode oh, of, the of 15 of mil small show. Scale. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Technically, it um, should be six mil, but we know with scale creep, it would have been 15 by that stage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, can, we, can we just get more time released again? Yeah, I bet it'll come. I bet it'll come. Not anyway. allowed it. 
Yes. So our first Kickstarter comes from the Wargamer Games Company. Mm. And you might remember these folks because we talked about them back in the eons of time. Mm. So by Fire and Sword, an awesome 17th century war game set a little bit off from where you would have thought. <laughs> this is set in Eastern Europe, which I think is pretty awesome. And there's also a little bit of Northern Europe in there as well, for it, good measure. It covers so. a big chunk it of that, that period, but it, yeah. it, the focus shifts more more east, mm-hmm. east and south. Yes. Uh, so this is a game system that has been around for a while, uh, but it is coming back onto Kickstarter with mm. this new campaign, which is looking to fund the second edition of the uh, of the game, so you can mm. dive in and have fun with it. Um, the, as I say, the rules are going to be updated. They're allowing you, as, as seems to be the way now, to play big fun battles out without the rules getting too much in the way. So they're meant to be quick and easy to dive into and have fun with. Um, as the, one of the things that I said there as well is obviously it covers this kind of 17th century. So, you know, a lot of people have been talking about things like the English Civil War and 30, 30 Years War, War and that yeah. kind of thing. Exactly the this, same time period. Yeah, but this yeah. moves things over a little bit. So you're looking at the armies for the likes of the Lithuanians, Cossacks in general, Swedes, Imperials, the Tatars, the Ottomans, the Muscovites, Danes, and the Brandenburgians, and everything else in between, which I think is kind of cool. Mm. Um, the game system itself, I've not had a chance to play it myself, but I have heard that uh, it's uh, it's got some really fun little unique things in it. So it's got um, this kind of uh, an order system built into it, and the role of commanders seems a lot more f- um, of a focus in this game, which I quite mm. like. Uh, and kind of seems very befitting to the period. Um, they also talked a little bit about the idea that um, things are uh, things have been designed from the ground up to engage with the uh, the idea of asymmetrical gameplay as well. Mm-hmm. So they've 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 done it so that it works very historically in that re- respect because not every battle was ever going to be you know equal numbers yeah. per side. Everyone makes sure, send those guys back. You're not allowed them, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, it's even the the quality of some of the forces in the historical battles. You know, yeah. Rome versus yeah. the the German barbarians. Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so they've really approached the game with that kind of thing in mind with this, and sort of put together an interesting uh, uh, mm. selection of uh, uh, rules in order to deal with that element of things there's also stuff in there for reconnaissance and uh and there's they also use alternate activation between the two different forces as well which i think is quite nice um so it's something will always be like a back and forth between the different players and stuff on the tabletop which is kind of cool yeah uh it's it's a game that's been around for well over a decade now in its first mm. edition version mm. and they were saying um it got to the point where the source material because much of it hasn't been translated uh, into English previously, um, that the the sort of the army lists and the the stuff they did for uh, Polish Lithuanian Commonwealth and and the other forces around that area have become sort of go to guides for people looking for the historical side, especially war gamers, simply because there's no other English translations of the the stuff available. So the the amount of accuracy they've pushed into the previous edition. Um, is is nice as well because it it gives you the the real sort of overview so you can see here the the pdfs for the army lists um mm-hmm. all these three pdfs are on the the kickstarter and you can download them and have a look at um at what's happening with the the second edition version of the rules oh, uh, cool. and give you a bit of context for how the game sort of comes together um what Very the forces nice. are like for um for the scenarios and for for what you're going to be playing through Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I think there's even uh, access to the early army builder as well, which is going to be a, an online version. Uh, so it's nice that the, there's a comprehensive amount of stuff there because the Kickstarter itself isn't just uh, a new edition. It also covers no. um, the individual rules, the individual scenario book, and then there are two army list books are, are planning on being published. Um, yeah. So if you've already got figures for that particular time, uh, then you can go ahead and uh, just pick up the the books if you like how the the system plays out. Mm -hmm. um, I'm intrigued by the the idea that you you've got that command and control. So even though you've got your bird's eye view because you are leaning over a tabletop and you can see what's happening, um, just because you tell people to go and take that hill or stand on that hill, um, <laughs> they won't necessarily do it. They, they won't necessarily <laughs> do it, or or they won't they won't suddenly take advantage of chasing yeah. somebody who's appeared. Um, in front of them because they've been told to stand on that hill, so you need to push uh, orders towards them. Via yeah, the, like the you said, like officers well. have kind of like an aura of influence, so mm. it's it's what who they could shout to or get or get a hot a bugle call to or something like that. Which I think is kind of cool. So, yeah. Um, on the miniature side of things, they're going to be uh, a lot of their stuff has previously been done in metal, mm. but they're going to do a mix of in the general release of stuff. They're going to do a mix of both metal for the likes of riders. And, and and troops and things and then elements like horses and cavalry are going to be done in thermoplastic which i think is kind of cool they have also said they're going to be doing a two-player starter set which you can get your hands on as part of the kickstarter campaign mm -hmm. and this is going to be the polish lithuanian commonwealth going up against the ottoman empire and in this they're interesting they're doing something very very interesting they're doing something where the riders are in thermoplastic but the horses are in plastic which mm -hmm. kind of cool <laughs> but essentially it makes it a quicker and easier thing to dive into and easier to play around with when it comes to miniatures handling and that kind of stuff as well uh should hopefully mean that the production of it is a lot quicker as well which i think is quite nice um so you'll be able to dive in and play essentially the game with a two-player starter set which has been designed for you to just get started with the game which is kind of cool uh and then beyond that i think their idea is that they want to try and move towards plastics Plastic as a whole. and CO cast are, yeah. are going to be the way to go with the yeah. increase in metal costs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, as you can see, they've also got a whole bunch of stretch goals that are unlocking for different characters and individuals that you'd be using in new games. Um, but they're also I reeled off a, a series of different factions and kingdoms and that kind of stuff. They're also going to be doing starter sets for all of those. So you'll be able to get starter sets for Lithuanians, Cossacks, Swedes, Imperials, Tartars. Ottomans, Muscovites, Danes, and Brandenburgians as well. So if you maybe don't, aren't particularly uh, drawn in by the Polish-Lithuanian mm. or the Ottomans, you'd be like, right, I want to collect Swedes, and my buddy's going to collect Imperials and play that way and stuff. I think it's quite nice. So, yeah. Collect Swedes, and your buddy's going to collect Danes. themselves <laughs> each other over and over again. <laughs> it's the way these things go. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing, because they've got a comprehensive catalogue already, yeah. Um. They were saying that this is the fancy new exciting box art that you're seeing here. You won't, you won't be getting that. Um, some of these things are <laughs> going to be maybe two years out from retail. Right. So yeah. you'll get the stuff after the campaign in just standard boxes, and then they'll be using this to get the molds produced so that they can start mm. replacing um, the stuff. But the it stuff, means that yeah. if there's something in particular you're you're looking at, you're going, oh, well, that would be a nice force then. Um, you may be waiting a while to for it to hit retail. Uh, as mm -hmm. they said, it's a, a genuine Kickstarter because they need to, to fund the production um, yeah. of of all the bits and bobs. So 
the two player starter set will be shiny everything else will just be playing white boxes with the names on it and then you'll just uh <laughs> you'll just have to you'll uh, have to make do yeah make do well i mean you're not buying do, it for the boxes do you really need a shiny box for your no. kickstarter i mean yeah, fine if I'd it's a board that. game definitely but whenever it's yeah. something like this miniature war games based exactly yeah. playing box does the job yeah they're also hammering through stretch goals and um, they really are interesting thing about it is they're they're unlocking stuff that doesn't look like it's been unlocked here yet mm. they're, they're unlocking stretch goals but they haven't reached the target that's because they there's a polish uh crowdfunding website that they're running simultaneously so the the target oh, is okay. the target is the target combined so if they're going right. to need thirty thousand dollars to unlock this mm. they currently have about seven or eight thousand dollars on the polish side and then this so they're both of those sites get updated simultaneously oh wow um, so they're, they're counting the two totals together yes yeah, yeah. cool so um and the the they have a link kicking around another interesting thing they've done for shipping is um you have a choice for vat payment if you're in the uk and uh, oh. you can either choose to pay it uh, if you're in northern ireland uh, it means it'll come straight through because you're paying vat in an eu country it doesn't make a difference if you're in great britain you can choose to pay it or not um but then obviously you'll have to deal with the extra paperwork handling and all the rest of the fees <laughs> and stuff that go with that but it may be more applicable to you in GB. Um, so it yeah, be it's, it's a case of trying to make it as, as easy as possible. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, um, the, the joys of both being in and not the European uh, Union. It's, it's handy sometimes. Yeah, it's handy. But yeah, it's um, fascinating to see where they're going to go with. I've heard the first edition um, was a really solid rule set, but the we had, a, we had a quite a good look at it I think, yeah day, but the, the translation and the like was where people ran into issues right. um they've obviously 10 odd years of of experience now behind them well that, that's uh, a key thing a, as well a rule set that set that can stand for around 10 years must be pretty damn good hmm. yeah 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 it'd be hmm. fascinating to see where they go with this and mm -hmm. uh like i said with everybody seeming to jump on board the uh, the 15 15 mil <laughs> in the 17th century um it's yeah, nice exactly. that fire and swords yeah. getting a, a second edition as well so uh yeah that is all like i say already funded already smashing through stretch goals. nice and easily done yeah. and uh 20 days left on it mm -hmm. we have one final Kickstarter. one more just one more it's just a wafer thin don't worry guys we're nearly a, there a little wafer thin <laughs> uh this is from zenith it is. Oh, look, he's backed. <laughs> Shut, up. Shut up. This is Sakurakami, the jewel of the empire from Zedit Miniatures. Mm. Uh, and uh, you know what? You know, Jerry, you've well, backed. You know what you're doing. You go for it. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of ninja and samurai women. Yeah. Um, I've actually backed it for ridiculous level i think as i don't want to yeah yeah I, I can see your selection so um zenith have a i think it's actually another free to download rule set uh for their feudal japanese fantasy game uh, which is what yep, which is um what this is aimed at so the sakura kami jewel of the empire uh puts together a warband for that um i I've picked it up partly because I'm curious as to how that plays, um, but also because I've recently got Clash of Katanas, and uh, so they may find themselves woven into the old Clash of Katanas. <laughs> uh, I know yeah. we're all shocked. Um, beautiful set of uh, metal miniatures, 
in a variety of, as you can see, equipment and weaponry and mm -hmm. arms and armor. So we've got uh, sort of fully armored samurai types and then sort of half armored as well. Katana, um, Yari, Yumi, Naganata and more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, also, I'm also seeing some terrain pieces in there. There yeah. are a whole host of terrain pieces. So mm -hmm. these are um, pre-printed um plastic based it's things, a bit like, like the stuff plascraft get from plascraft yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, i did see there's some stl stuff in there so you might yeah. touch shay and john yeah i'm not worried about that i've mostly got it for this well i say i've mostly got it for this this little village is nice mm -hmm. but i've mostly got it for the massive fortress uh so you can pick up the individual pieces um as add-ons so if you just want small huts and houses or buildings you can get mm -hmm. those uh however there are also substantially more uh when we hit further down here we go so as you can see we've also got some monks uh, <laughs> ninja like assassin and cavalry mm -hmm. uh, which i'm i'm very much at home for all of this uh obviously more fantastical in that respect uh, but i'll still find a home for some of them in clash uh, i was very childish and stopping. just thought that that one of those ninjas is using fart magic to go i around. know you did but so, i chose to yeah. ignore you because <laughs> i am the better man a uh, variety of pledge levels obviously you can get the individual figures the figures and terrain or oh, uh, you can just get the wow. terrain by itself if you're just wanting stuff for the tabletop if you've already got something like clash of katanas or yeah. uh ronin or whatever happens Gate to be houses, for walls. some yeah the massive well, I mean, fort is where i'm at yeah i mean you, you've got to keep the plebs out <laughs> very very much so yeah. uh, and i really like this because if i'm going to be playing on like a three by three or whatever for even if i'm not playing the kensai game um it gives me plenty of of stuff price wise it's a little cheaper than buying maybe some of the um mdf or uh resin pieces I mean, it's similar, similar pricing. Um, but the fact that it's all painted makes my life so much, so much yeah. easier. A question, Jerry. So the battle mat that we're seeing all the train laid out on, is that in the Kickstarter or is that just from another company? Uh, it's just from another company. Okay. I think that's just for illustrative purposes. Yes. Okay. No, it's just yeah. something like that. It, it It's very nice looking and feeling to go mm. with the terrain. So being able to either yeah. get that or recreate that. Yeah, we'll yeah. nice. see if you could take that. I take that image and maybe get it done by like deep cut or something. Yeah, maybe, cool. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just need some sort of slightly <laughs> fluffy looking thing that you can mm. go ahead and chuck the stuff. Teddy bear mats. Yeah. It's, it's all good. Um, <laughs> so the stretch goals, obviously, the, the STLs that you've been looking at there are part of the stretch goal unlocks. Um, so they're not they're not part of the core pledge, which is good because I would have hated to give them money for nothing. It's all ones <laughs> and zeros, uh, but they're also also real things in the stretch goals, like mm, yeah. uh, additional models to add into the forces. Um, I mean, if you really need a wagon wheel, go mm -hmm. go you, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Then this has that. I want, I want the chocolate one. I don't want. Uh... <laughs> no, not 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 fun as the uh, was it jam, yeah. rather than plain chocolate. But anyway, um, yeah, they again they've been knocking down stretch goals like they're going out of fashion and there's some really interesting bits and pieces coming through mm. i particularly like the uh, the, thi the thing is the thing that's kind of cool about it as well is that even though it's got this, this kind of fantasy feel to it because it's because of kensai and their yes. world there's also the real world analog that are like, are like the onomusha and onobageshi and stuff like that yeah. so like you did have female samurai warriors of that period in feudal japan so if you wanted to th flow that 
into Clash of Katanas, <laughs> you could easily do that. Yeah. I think it's really nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's, so I, I was mainly after the train, and then I looked at my arm. May as well just pick up. Well get the, the rest. Well. I've, <laughs> I've got a couple of Zenit forces for Clash of Katanas because they right. did um, specific they did, battle yeah. packs and armies and skirmish packs and stuff for us. Yeah. So I know that these will fit with what I have already. Mm. Uh, in for a penny, in for a yen. <laughs> oh dear, that is. Well, I suppose if you want to be like that, <laughs> but yeah, the um, the uh, I think it's a really it's a comprehensive new force from Zenit anyway. But I think the uh, the addition of the terrain uh, is really nice, and I'm looking at my time being slightly more precious than the the cost of things. I'm going well. It is just flat printed. And that's just all assembled in. But it's all, way, you know, yeah. once you yeah. once you assemble it, you don't have to paint it, and I won't yeah. be. Uh, I could I could run a paint pen down some of the exposed because with any of those sort of plas crafty things, whenever you pop them out, you're going to have the the white the edge of the, the foam, yeah. so it might mask that via the medium of paint pen. Um, but otherwise, it's you know, it's a board's worth of terrain that I don't have to do anything once it's assembled. <laughs> I can't be clear. Which is a uh, godsend. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm actually really surprised companies like Flascraft don't do like an edging kit along with this stuff. Sell you a paint pen. Well, no, because if they've got the printed textures and all there, and in the 3D renders, you can see them. If you had a thin sheet of the plastic card that just had all those edgings that you could then just glue onto the edges. Yeah, it seems to me. Uh, but then you're, you're going to end up having to buy essentially an extra sprue of printed things. Mm. So and it's going to push the cost up, and then extra and then time. You're, and... you're you're going to have the edge of the piece of texture you've just glued on. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but you know, like edge. like uh, yeah, but a narrower edge is less glaring than like you know that three four mil of. Oh, uh... I don't know. Well, I don't know. One's easier to fix than the other. <laughs> okay, fine. But there you go. Um, Clash will be available in the pledge manager. See, yeah, mm. there was a reason for me buying it, but uh, <laughs> before I got the book, I don't need it. Um, but yeah, uh, excellent range of stuff, and the sculpts from Zenit are absolutely gorgeous. So yeah. a little bit bigger than normal, but uh, not not, not, not as much as I initially so. thought. Whenever I, I I got the um the first ones through for the Clash of Katana's Kickstarter, because I'd always had it in my head that they were much bigger. Yeah. And then when they arrived, I had a look at some things like Steel Fist uh, miniatures and the Zenit line up very very nicely indeed. Oh, very very good. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, not nothing to worry about there. Funded Ooh. already. And eight days left if you want to get in some feudal fantasy Japanese. That'd be nice. yeah. Got Jerry's seal of approval already. So, <laughs> oh, I was on it like a car bonnet about forty seconds after it launched. So, what, is that like is that like be on battle? Is it is it an open wallet with just a moth flying out going freedom? It's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. We're all fine here. Right, that's us for this week. We've taken oh, up enough yes. of your time, and uh, I think John wants to murder me. So. We're going to leave it at that. We shall return on Sunday morning for the XLBS, uh, where we'll have a, a gentle meander of our hobby and yours mm-hmm. without any of the stress of actually news talking. <laughs> if uh, if oh, My, my heart can already, take a rest. Well, you know, you do need to rest your heart. Uh, if you're not already a member of the Cult of Games, you can get a 30-day free trial over on tabletop.com. Otherwise, we shall see you again next Friday. Until then, have a great week of gaming. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.